Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And we're two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Join us. Cheers. Cheers. Well, we have a very special episode tonight. Mm-hmm. We are going to be reviewing Yellow Jackets season one. Yes. And I'm excited. I'm excited too. So hopefully you all did your homework and signed up for your one month of free showtime so that you could binge it and mm-hmm. um, not be spoiled because this is all spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. This whole thing. If you haven't seen it, don't listen to Stop. This. Stop. Go watch it. Then listen. Then come back. Come, yeah, come back to us. I'm proud of you for actually watching it. Me too, because I put that off for a solid three weeks. I watched it again just so it would be fresh. Yeah. And I picked up a lot of things I had missed the first time. So mm-hmm. I was glad I watched it again. Okay. So let me uh, give you a recap. I'm just along for this ride. I'm excited. Take me where you may. Well, I'm going to do like recap. We'll start with um, episode one. So mm-hmm. it's a season one, episode one, and it's just called Pilot. So yes. not a very exciting name. So in the pilot, we're introduced to the Yellow Jackets. This is an undefeated high school soccer team on their way to nationals in 1996. And we see how their lives look 25 years later after they survive a plane crash en route to that game. So it goes back and forth between 90s teenage yellow jackets and adult present time yellow jacket survivors. Mm -hmm. And then we learned that when the plane crashed, they were left to fend for themselves for 19 months in the wilderness, which is a long ass time. Long ass time. I mean, I was lost hiking for like three hours and I, I basically was losing it. At yeah. Once you feel completely isolated, <laughs> it's a different level of anxiety. So the first scene of the episode goes back to those wilderness months and we see a girl with long, dark hair running barefoot through the snow, mm-hmm. pursued mm-hmm. by people. Um, we don't know who they are really. They're making animal noises and they hunt her straight into a wooden stake filled trap. And then they string her up in a tree, slit her neck and dress her meat for eating. And then as they chomp into the flesh, we can't see their faces because they're wearing like animal skins and horned crowns, but we can see like their shoes T-shirts and a pair of huge glasses, which is a a sign of the Misty. Mm -hmm. And then we'd see a lot of what 2021 is like for post-crash yellow jacket people through the eyes of Shauna. And so she's living in the suburbs with her family of three, married to Jeff, who at one time was... Uh, Shauna's best friend, Jackie's high school boyfriend. And Jackie was also the team captain of the Yellow Jackets. Okay. Comments thus far. Okay. So first of all, they kind of labeled Jackie as the mean girl, like on the team. Like she was the popular pretty one that w- wasn't re- like not the most talented, but was put there for reasons by the coach. Like they have that scene where he's telling her basically like, you're not the best player here, but you have a certain way of like leading people. Like people would listen to her. Yeah, exactly. They followed her. Yes. And I I do like, that's a a real thing. I think I, I didn't actually see her as being very mean, honestly, or in, from what I saw at least. 
I've seen meaner girls in that position, <laughs> I guess. Well, I, maybe that's the difference between roller derby and soccer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking just high school tennis team. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I Yeah, I don't know. So in present day, Shauna is approached by a woman named Jessica Roberts, who claims to be a reporter for the Star Ledger. And Jessica is trying to get info on what happened during, during their time in the wilderness mm -hmm. and says she can probably get her a seven figure book advance, which seven a tell all figure like that's that would be hard to say no to. It lie. would That'd be really hard. Um, but I think Jessica, you know, seriously misjudges these yellow jackets. Oh, yeah, for sure. So as far as other survivors go, we see past and present Misty who's played by Christina Ricci and just does an amazing job and in this a role. Super good job. Oh my gosh. I just, every time she's on screen, I'm just drawn in. And then Natalie portrayed as an adult by Juliette Lewis, who mm -hmm. I also love. Um, and we see Natalie checking out a fancy rehab mm -hmm. and going mm -hmm. straight for her storage unit where she has a badass black Porsche mm -hmm. with a rifle in the trunk. Yes. Yes. And this is kind of um, the part where I was, you know, kind of sizing them up like, okay, these are them as adults. Now, obviously these ones are still here. They've survived in some form or another. Obviously this one had a substance problem, um, but done with that, but she clearly still. She got stuff. clarity in rehab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say like, I know exactly what I need to do something like that? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did have a comment, um, tape deck question mark. What's that? That was one of my notes. What do you mean? They were in the from, car and she said from season one, she talked about her yeah, tape deck in her car. And I was like, what's a tape deck? Played a cassette, a tape cassette. Yeah, I know. You don't have that in your car? No. <laughs> I have it in my car. <laughs> um, then I wrote down, and you may be kind of get going into this a little bit, but is this really what most people experience in high school? Like, as they're showing, like, the flashbacks of, like, the team and all of that. Um, I imagine so. I didn't have a typical high school experience, so I can't tell you, like, from personal experience. I mean, my high school years were full of, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and then getting expelled. So that's what I, mean, I know. That's that's more of one side of it. I mean, cause to me, I was pretty much a goody two shoes for a while and I did running start. So I wasn't even on campus the last two years, but the, the one glimpse into kind of this life that I had was the one year I was pulled onto the varsity team for tennis and we had an away meet and we drove away and like all the girls stayed in a hotel room and it was totally that vibe. Like I felt cool. I felt like I belonged, even though I totally didn't. None of these people were actually my friends. Um, they were talking about boys. We were watching like male tennis players and like commenting and go, going and eating out together. Mm -hmm. Like that was probably the, as in high school, the closest I felt to what they demonstrated in episode one. Well, I've shared my junior Jewish Olympics tennis shame, haven't I, on the podcast? When I made the team when I was 15, got to fly with the U.S. team to Canada, Toronto. Um, and then my confused face means no, I don't proceeded so. to get kicked out of the Jewish oh, yes, Junior actually, Olympics. I remember you mentioning getting and kicked out of sent it. home on a plane of shame <laughs> solo. Could you imagine that plane crashing <laughs> just by yourself? <laughs> 
uh, yeah, so I did did not have a parallel experience to these yeah. people. I mean, I was probably closest to Natalie, I, I guess I would say. Oh, I was she thinking was kind of like the like outsider who, punk rock. Who was me, and I totally put you as Natalie, and I didn't want to admit it. I don't know why I'm so averse to this, but I feel like I'm more of a Shauna. Are you a Shauna? See, did you There's think no that? shame in being a Shauna. I, I feel like a Shauna 150% now that I've seen the whole thing through. Um, initially, it was really like the second I, I won't even go to that part yet. Anyways, okay. but yes, I'm definitely a Shauna, I've decided. Hey, every, every <laughs> Natalie needs a Shauna. <laughs> Put a Shauna in the corner and she'll probably do some, do, things. Do some things she's not it's proud coming. of. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Okay. okay. So my uh, questions at the end of that were... Um, who died in the trap in the woods? Yes, I had that question too. Like who, wondering who, who died was in the that? trap. Yeah. Yeah. And then who were the um, ones that participated? Also, who survived? Because we only here yeah, see a few like a three, uh, like adults. Three remaining out of that group that I don't think we see. So we about. just just see um four, right? We see yeah. Misty, Shauna, Natalie, and Taisa. Mm-hmm. So those kind of were my burning questions at the end of that. All right, ready for episode two. Heart oh, wait, shaped. wait, wait, sorry. Oh. Episode one, there, uh, Shauna kills the rabbit in her backyard, and that was my first, like... I think that's episode no, two. No, it's not. I wrote it down, episode one. Mm-hmm. I drew a line. And now it's episode two. No, it's not. It is, because I have it right here. No, it's not. Well, you can talk about it now, and we'll talk about it again in a minute, in the timeline. I just said I couldn't kill a rabbit like that. Maybe. <laughs> okay that was enlight- thank you for that enlightening rabbit thought yeah okay heart-shaped black box then i saw an alternate title that said f sharp so i don't know what the real title is no no so immediately after the plane crash we see mm-hmm. misty quigley who's just i l- lights up the screen i mean both so teen good. misty and adult misty absolutely uh just jumping into action. She's like in her zone. So the pilot and co-pilot are already dead, which I thought, yeah. okay, well, they have to kill off most of the adults to make this Lord of the Flies type situation mm-hmm. happen. Um, and then Vans can't get out of her seatbelt. She's in danger of dying in the fire. Mm-hmm. So Misty, with the help of Thaisa, Lottie, and a few other girls are able to get the door of the plane open. So everyone who can get out gets out. Um, Shauna gets pulled out by Jackie. So Shauna, I don't know if she was just like had too much Valium or it was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, sleepy. Cause she did take a Valium on the plane. Jackie yeah. gave, it, gave to her. it to her. Yeah. And so, uh, so Shauna's on her way out, but wants to help Van and Jackie's like, no, leave her. And they, they go did out try for a little bit, but Jackie really didn't. I mean, I thought she was more trying to save her and Shauna and not Van. I mean, I could see though in a panic with the fire, like, cause that she, Shauna was attempting for a little bit, trying to get her out. And I could see a decision being made of, okay, but if this explodes, if we need to get out, cause if a car is like that and somebody's trapped in a car and it's on fire, like it's really dangerous to go in there and like try to help someone. But she's out. like conscious. 
I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have left her at that point. Well, I know, but there is a danger that the whole plane explodes and all of three of you die. There is, but then there's also the danger of having to live with, could you have saved your friend? And then you have that survival skill, survivor skill. Yeah, but it's Jackie. She doesn't have that, so well, it doesn't matter. I mean, but that's, yeah, that's what we're seeing, kind of a different uh, role emerge for Misty and Jackie in these first moments where yeah. Misty's like leaping in sense of purpose, helping everyone. And Jackie's really just like, yeah, let's be real. I'm in it for me and Shauna. I fucking love Misty. I love Misty too, but she is a (laughs) psychopath and it is all very self-serving where I do feel that Jackie's attempt to save Shauna is at least about Shauna. Maybe, maybe Shauna's the only person that really likes Jackie. Yeah, maybe, but at least in that moment, I mean, they've been maybe friends for a long time. I have everybody does that, like, is really self-serving. When I mean, you get down to it. Yeah, I yeah. think so, and I, I think everyone feels justified in what they do, or could justify, or try to justify try. somehow, depending on who's looking at it. Everyone is running around frantic and bleeding, and Misty hears Coach Ben crying out from a distance. So she and a bunch of the others run over to pull him out from under a piece of the plane. Mm-hmm. He's trapped under there. And when they pull him out, they see that one of his legs is completely oh, it's like mush, mangled. It's mush leg. It was it's mushy, mush. I remember. Yeah. Um, Misty goes off into the woods and is able to immediately find an axe that she uses to chop off the, the leg. So I was just like in shock in that. It like happened here. so Would fast. Would you cut someone's leg off that quickly? I know I couldn't. I mean, she leaps into action. She's like Misty on the go. I mean, to me, I mean, because I've taken first aid stuff. Like, I probably would have done like the like the tourniquet. You, yeah, the tourniquet. But then you, you have all those off. mangled, stringy bits. I know. Like, what are you gonna do with that? I, like, it has to be cut off. But like, like I she would, was right. But I want to assess that after <laughs> shock has worn off. You know, let's stop the bleeding. Let's make sure it's clean. Let's make sure the, the that what I'm using is clean to cut someone's leg off i don't know i do believe it was the right decision it was just very like bam like it was oh it was the shift for like sure. i was shocked like i was like shit that just happened okay mm-hmm. she just cut his leg off yeah okay. it, you could see it was like not the thing <laughs> that people would typically think about and so everyone was shocked when they saw it happen yeah, yeah. they're like fuck misty but you can't argue. I mean, eventually you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess. That was the right call. Sure. Yeah. So the Misty proceeds to go around like helping everyone else who needs medical care. And someone asks how the hell she knows how to do all this. And she says, I took the Red Cross babysitter training class twice, <laughs> which I loved. Um, so she's like, like I said, in her zone, perfectly happy, in, you know, to be in this situation, stranded with her team. She, I mean, she really enjoyed being needed. Well, it's much better than what we saw in the flashback where she's in her room, people crank calling her, accusing her of doing anal in the closet. Exactly. Way better. Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> Though she did handle those calls really well, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Much better than I would have. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so she has this purpose. Um. And she's feeling it. And so later that night, she comes across the plane's flight data recorder box and smashes it up so that nobody can find them. I put Misty bitch unplug the radio WTF because <laughs> that was my first like, oh, hell no. Like if I was with that would be the point when. No, like well, nobody I, knows. I know. 
I know. But if she was there and I found out that, that, cause she's the whole reason they didn't have help show up within three days, literally her fault. Yeah. So everything that happens beyond that point is literally. She wanted, she liked it. She had a sense of purpose. She was needed. Psychopath. She belonged. I mean, you can call her that doesn't mean I like her less. I loved her character. And especially (laughs) as the season went on, I continued to like her even more. And like, like I loved the forthrightness of her and just like, this is what I'm going to do of her I, I did like that I liked yes. it too but in real life my Shauna self would be livid that she cut the box or cut the wires <laughs> on the box I'd be like you did this to all of us and now you have to die like the rabbit I don't want to have to kill the rabbit but I but you made me that was the maybe on my sheet consequences so 25 later years later we see um that Natalie shows Misty that postcard that has the mountain range on one side, that mysterious tree symbol from mm-hmm. their time in the wilderness on the other side. And then the text says, wish you were here. So creepy. Natalie thinks Misty sent the postcard, but Misty got one too. Um, she assumes it was sent by someone who knows what really went on when they were stranded for 19 months. But since she's a citizen detective and works as an online sleuth, she and mm-hmm. Natalie go to a bar to discuss things further, and she brings her case file, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, of course she has a case okay. file. She did not have a crime wall, though. No. I kind of was disappointed. Like, where's her crime wall? Well, remember she talked about, like, we could use my bulletin board, or if you have one, that's fine, too. Yeah, we, she she did. That. Yeah, no, she was she, planning a crime yeah, wall. Yeah, no, she's like, we can use mine. That's totally fine. But if you have one and you'd rather use that, that's Were okay. Were you thinking crime wall? Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally yeah. missed that part. I've seen it twice already. I guess I got to do a third. <laughs> so they at the bar, Natalie goes through Missy's... Um, top secret folder and comes across a photo copy of Travis's driver's license. So she's like, you know where Travis is. Mm-hmm. So uh, Travis is the oldest son of yellow jackets, head coach and someone, you know, Natalie obviously got close to and the coach died on the plane. Yeah. We, so we find out that they were the close. Um, and the next morning, Natalie plans to go to that address on the license, but her car mysteriously doesn't work. And there's Misty with her. What, Being what, a freaking psycho. What color? Do, she said her car was like something color, like nursing scrubs, green oh, Fiat like or car. something. <laughs> like your color car. My car is Jade Dragon. Excuse me. It's different than scrubs green. I like that you label it, though, in a similar way. <laughs> so Misty shows up with her two cups of coffee. Because you want to always get two things in case you need something to share. So they go out together. <laughs> I would never think that way. <laughs> no. No. Because I'd be like, okay, this coffee is going to be cold. No, because anybody would want And it. I think the thing is, is, and I I know this a little bit of a segue here, but um, sorry, who's the other character that you align with? What's her name again? Uh, Natalie. Natalie. I, I think just like Natalie and Shauna don't really like Misty. Like, as a person, Misty can be annoying. Misty is obviously out for Misty, and Misty's kind of loop. 
Well, well, Mitzi wants to be their friend, but they don't want to be Mitzi's friend. No. Yes. I mean, this is her pattern. And let's yeah. And let's be real. They don't like that. However, they need Misty at various points. And when they need Misty and they start to value her strengths. Then she thrives. Then then they start getting closer to her. What happened to Misty? Beyond high school bullying. I feel like there's more to it. Maybe season two will explain. Some childhood something happened there. So Ty is dealing with her own present day shit at home. She's been uh, spending too much time away from her wife and son. Mm -hmm. She's been preoccupied with her race for state senate. And Sammy is having behavioral problems at home and at school. Then present day, Shauna accidentally rear-ends cute guy Adam, who's like way too nice to her while she's yelling at him. And she accuses him of trying to be adorable. Um, I can never see myself having that conversation with somebody, though. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no. And he... Adam offers to fix her car for free if she has dinner for him. So Adam's acting very interested in Shauna. And later she kills that pesky garden rabbit and makes chili with the meat for dinner. I must have had that way off. And then the family, and then she like tells them and they're like horrified. And so she has to walk it back. And and Jeff is like, you were joking, right? About the rabbit. She's like, the thing is, is especially towards the end, I love how Jeff just knows, like, yeah, we all went through some stuff. So skip to the I'm not skipping. I did I release anything? Okay. Just saying, like, we've all been through some stuff. We've all been through like, some stuff. Basically, he he alludes to the fact that he knows that she is gonna do some weird stuff. Well, what I really related to in that Shauna moment of the garden was how she suddenly felt alive. Like she'd been kind of sleepwalking, I think, through Mm -hmm. life. You know, she'd been Mm -hmm. through this trauma. She's trying to just be, quote unquote, normal. Normal. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not working. Well, in the the reporter. I can't relate to that. Yeah, the reporter, too, came in and was like, you know, is this really the life you wanted? Like talking down to her about the life. And she's like, what, like, this is as normal right as yeah. as i could ever have wanted yeah. it to be judgy beach biatch yeah um ty i had a really hard time connecting with as a character ty or, or all both of them. all the ties yeah i mean i like not story-wise story-wise is very compelling character um it was just more like as a person i did not connect no, I, I didn't either. There weren't like things where she done was like, oh yeah, I get that. I would do that too. Yeah, like her drive for the Senate thing and completely kind of ignoring her family. But then all like there was just like things that just didn't. Or or fit. when she like um, caused the soccer teammate to break her leg. Yeah, like because she yes, was like yes, a liability the for their win. Yeah, at nationals and, and then ruthless. And then later, someone was like, "Good thing you broke her leg. Guess you yeah. saved her life." Yeah, exactly. I guess she was a lucky one. Or yeah, something and that's like that. and maybe because it started because it, it really did. Her character started with that. So to me, yeah, it was ruthless of, from the beginning. Yeah, and but it's like painted over with this pretty picture of public appearance and it feels really fake to me 
Maybe that's purposeful. Maybe. Mm. Um, so Shauna and Jeff go to couples therapy yeah. to help with their sex life. And then I loved when the therapist tells them marriage lives up here and touches her heart and dies down here, indicating the crotch. Yeah. I was like, mm, real, very real. <laughs> like I, I, I'm like, okay, I don't do couples therapy. I mean, as a couple, as a, as someone who has done couples therapy. Maybe I can wedge that in somewhere. I mean, <laughs> I think it matters, but I definitely wouldn't say that like that's the deciding factor. But Okay, what are your thoughts on episode two? I think that's my main focus was kind of the shock factors of the leg getting cut off and Misty unplugging the rabbit and then the rabbit getting killed in the yard. Because that was my first view of like the other side of Shauna's mind because up to that point it is very blase yeah yeah and then it's and she's frustrated and mad and the reporter's like oh it looks like you know the rabbit's just trying to survive poor guy and then when Shauna kills the rabbit it just kind of shows that like that ruthlessness that is there for sure (laughs) and then the rabbit figurines that she was getting yeah yeah it was another thing like because it was uh what's her face's favorite animal her best ex-best friend's favorite animal jackie it was jackie's favorite animal was the rabbit even though later on they show that that wasn't actually her favorite she's like what a stupid animal and then to have that rubbed in your face constantly constantly by, by everybody giving you rabbit so it's probably satisfying to kill that rabbit for her yeah it probably had a lot of symbolism there um, so my big question on this was the timelines don't add up with Shauna's daughter's age. Yeah. 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 And the like, pregnant belly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm, what happened to the baby? Something will happen to the what baby. What happened to the baby? Mm-hmm. And, well, and, and also I was getting really into the nineties music. I was oh, feeling I'm like, sure there's a few songs <laughs> I heard. I'm like, putting that on my playlist. I haven't listened to that for a while. That was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, so the timelines don't add up with her daughter. Really not a great relationship with her daughter. No. Um, kind of a resentfulness. Yeah, which makes what me I wonder. I mean, there's something there with the daughter. Yeah, because really she, her whole pregnancy while she was out there is just shrouded in trauma. And then something obviously happened. And then she got pregnant again, which I'm sure was traumatic. Yeah, we don't know what happened. We don't know. Season two. Season two. Whew. All right. So much already. Three. All right. All right. I'm a little sweaty. I don't know why. I know. I, I like, like the I show a lot. Off. It was one of those where I saw the recommendation like online and then I watched it and I was like in. Like oh. at the moment it started, I was in. At first it was like school, high school, 90s. I'm like, oh, this is why she picked this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever, it's fine. I was thinking more along the lines of the one that um I wa- pen 15. Oh I mentally I started going that route and then the like got cut off and I was like, oh shit, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Up. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, you're leaving her in the plane. All right, I got I okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Yes. Okay. I took out oh, my okay. coats. I'm a little cooler. I know. We're getting a little clamped up in here. So um, back to present day, Nat and Misty are going to Travis's house Mm -hmm. in episode three, which is called The Dollhouse. 
And Mr. says that it looks like serial killer territory, which is true. Like the windows are covered with newspaper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's like no furniture. The only thing in there is like this $200 bottle of whiskey, which again, I could relate to. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> uh, Misty's going through the trash. I literally wrote down here. I just want to share. Yeah. I just put Misty is a psychopath in this section. Okay. <laughs> This is when I was pinning it down. <laughs> but I looked how Natalie kind of got rid of her being like, you can get a lot of information in the trash. And Missy's like, 100%, you know, On it. citizen detective out mm-hmm. there in the trash. The problem is it was a lot of like, we're smarter than Misty. Misty's this like clingy, whatever. So pointer in the direction sort of thing. But I think Misty's a lot smarter and directing things a lot more than people think. No, it was 100%. Don't underestimate Misty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so Natalie goes into Travis's room and she's like feeling sentimental and she finds a photo of her on his dresser. So even after all these years, whatever happened in between, we don't know, like Travis still cared about her. Mm-hmm. And then the cops show up, um, arrest Misty and Natalie. And then Kevin, who's Natalie's childhood friend, also coincidentally a detective now. Um, what a queen gets gets Natalie out, out of jail because <laughs> Taisa <laughs> refused that she's like not again. So there's some kind of history of Tai like helping Natalie, and she's like over it. Yeah, yeah. Before the police officer arrives, Misty finds a pay stub from the ranch Travis worked at, and so they go there. Um, and then Natalie. And Misty find him hanging dead from a long length of train. And Natalie's just super emotional and says mm-hmm. Travis would have never done that because they'd made a promise to each other and he'd always kept his word. Mm-hmm. So I was sad about that. At first I'm like, maybe too- that wasn't Travis because they didn't really zoom in on his face. Yeah. And I had a moment of... Because they hadn't really built him up as like a character to really even be liked at that point. Like there was no real, There was not a lot. Yeah. There wasn't a lot there. But I have to say I was sad too. And it was almost just because it was like, here's this character line that's now clipped. Well, like what would have come from that? I really wanted Natalie and him to reunite and like I don't know. Someone rekindle that, something. I forget who said it, but someone. Oh no, maybe it was Ty. Like you guys were never good for each other. It made a comment like that. Like it, they had an off again, off again type of thing. It doesn't that mean really it wouldn't be satisfying for I me, know, the Natalie. viewer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying that. Uh, not saying that his death is warranted by any means, but more of the fact that like. Like what it, to me it represented what he meant to her, which was hope. Yeah. And if he gave up, which I think later on that alludes to something, like then sh- why would she even try? So Lottie, Lottie is the <laughs> character with the uh, long dark hair and has I the scar Lottie. on the forehead. I hate Lottie. I hate everything about Lottie. So now we're learning about Lottie. She has a history of mental illness and her antipsychotics, loxapine, have run out. Are we still so, in which episode are we? We're in? still in the same one. Third. Okay. Um, 
supplies are also running out for the survivors. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at this time, Ty suggests that they hike what she estimates mm-hmm. to be five miles to yeah. a lake she spotted so that they can at least get water. I put on here, would you vote to go get water or not? In the in I'd go scenario. explore 100%. I 100% I'm an explorer. explorer too. Like, because to me, from what they were saying, like, that's like maybe a day trip. Go take a day trip down, come back. Five miles? Yeah. Like, fine. Like, you don't have to go and stay down there. Yeah. Like, go get water supplies and come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is the first time, like, the group is splitting. So that yes. is notable. Yeah. People are making independent decisions or group-based decisions even, and it's starting to create um, sections. Yes. So Jackie, who was the team captain, mm-hmm. um tries to do a status play and insists they need to stay close to the wreckage so they don't miss out on rescue attempts but ty puts it to a vote and the trip to the lake wins out so that's kind of the first time we see jackie's status going down some notches yeah yeah because yeah exactly and to me i feel like yeah let's do that let's make markers on the way down but she was very hopeful that like, well, yeah, we're going to be rescued. So why go, why leave something that could take days if help is going to arrive tomorrow? Yeah. Why separate and risk getting hurt or injured when they should yes. show up tomorrow, which isn't again, this is where I think my Jackie bit. I, I feel like they really pit Jackie in a bad place. However, if Misty had not, purposely destroy the recorder recorder, then yes jackie would have been right and you are supposed to stay and not leave if you get lost because they're going to come to that spot or at least close so jackie wasn't wrong she was sabotaged they all were sabotaged so i'm it's hard because i wouldn't like honestly jackie in real life but i could see I could see me making those same well, decisions. Well, some stayed with Jackie. Some did, yeah. 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 So when they get to the lake, Lottie sees something in the distance reflecting. And when they go to check it out, it's an abandoned cabin. Which tells me they're not that far from civilization. Like, yeah, like you have to be able to get to the cabin. Maybe. I mean, that was my first thought. I didn't think that, actually. I mean, you have to be, somebody has to be able to get to the cabin. So it's within a reasonable amount to civilization. But there were no like roads going to it or anything. So this could have been like a true hermit, like mountain man scenario. Well, something happened there. Something happened. There. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> all the food was like gross. And then there's a skeleton in the attic surrounded by the spooky symbols. Yeah, that would have been my first like, hell no, sorry. Not even staying in here. <laughs> I'll be in the burning plane with the bodies. But they all move to the cabin. I know, because it looks like a house. Well, I mean, at least they can Shelter. sleep inside and whatnot. Yeah. It wasn't cold yet then, though. I I would be weighing my options as far as, like, you got some weird, like, dead guy cabin shit going on a dead guy upstairs like i'm just gonna not risk it is that okay i mean i don't like tents i don't like dead guy vibes no i made a fern i made fern forts my entire adolescent (laughs) childhood adolescent in a young child adolescence i would make a fern teepee and live in it and i could do that without anybody else's help you could do that 
Flash forward to adult Shauna. She's suspicious her husband's cheating on her. Follows him to a hotel. <laughs> tries to convince the front desk to give her his room number by saying she's Homeland Security. Like literally all of this sounds like something I probably would do. <laughs> and then suddenly Adam shows up again. It's like, okay, why? Yeah. Why are you there? Uh, I'd be so like, mm-mm. And then we are also learned in this episode that Jessica Roberts is not a reporter, but someone Ty hired as a private investigator to see if the girls would offer up any details yeah. about their time in the woods because she's worried about her state Senate campaign. Which is why she also didn't bail Natalie out of jail. Because so she like she's a liability. Yeah, because it ultimately came down to the fact that they're in a time right now that if anyone found out that she did that, so like yes, they allude to that she's done it before, but the reason why she didn't was definitely because she was in the midst of. Voting. Yeah, it's very self self. So my son just got home. I heard him microwaving. I was okay. supposed to bring him a burrito home from Huckleberry's, and you didn't. Well, I went there, but they didn't have them because they're only for breakfast. Hmm. so now he's texting me like where's the burrito but he must have figured it out because i heard him microwaving something else i swapped it for two huckleberries frozen burritos it's a very natalie thing of you to do <laughs> do you know that if i was gonna be a boy my mom is gonna name me um nathan really which is like which the male is the form male of, natalie. of natalie absolutely and my hero name is natana wow i know wow what a tangled web we weave if my mom didn't want such an original name i could have been a shauna <laughs> shauna's a cute name could i could see that name there's very few names i could see fitting of me but shauna could be i can see you being a shauna it's weird huh i know i really didn't want to be shauna during this whole thing <laughs> i wanted to be cool and be like misty or be like natalie i like shauna's character though i like as it got more on i was like Okay, now I can see why I was fighting the urge. It's like your shadow <laughs> self, you know, you push against that a bit. Uh, here's my thoughts. Um, something's off with Ty's child. Something's yeah. terribly <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, my child mental health specialist <laughs> self was like, uh, that boy like, needs some help. Let's get him in a vowel. Toronto. What do you got? Oh, no, I just put, would you go to the water? And Misty is a psychopath. Okay. Again, you've said that every episode. <laughs> no, because I was like, I was leading into it. It was, it only started in the second episode where I was like, at first I was mad. I was like, bitch, bitch, unplug the radio. <laughs> and then I later added in her name. So I'd remember. And then the third one, I was like, Misty is a psychopath. <laughs> I was seeing a trend. The first one is who who is this girl that thinks that she can do this there's more of because i didn't like fully understand her yet yeah by the third one i'm like i got you and i yeah i got you pegged <laughs> this is a bucket you misty, win i see you i see you misty <laughs> <laughs> all right episode four mm -hmm. bear down which i thought meant like pushing a baby out but it had nothing to do with that no there were, there were no babies not yet one. this is the last episode that i took notes on Oh, well, we'll wing it after this. That's fine. I have plenty to talk about. So in the present day, Nat goes to visit her mom in the trailer. <laughs> Sorry, my one comment in here. So it's about Misty too. Go on. But let me <laughs> let me guess. Misty is a psychopath. <laughs> this is funny because I don't remember writing this. <laughs> Trying to figure out if I would like Misty as a friend. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe. <laughs> 
Well, you like me, and I, I'm a recovering psychopath. Okay. So Nat goes to visit her mom in her trailer, and Juliet Lewis is like great. I mm-hmm. feel in this. So you can't use actors' names with me. Sorry. sorry. Please use their given name. Nat. Thank you. Heartbroken by her past. Who can you put your hands up and do that? Get by her past. By her past. Man. Cold reception from mom. Mm. But yeah, still, like mom. she goes into her room and like feels kind of that connection. I mean, you know, your child in high school room. The tape mix from yeah, so it was so great. But it was from the the other dude, which threw me off, honestly. Kevin. It's from Kevin. Current day detective. Yeah. Um. So Nat's going through old things and then starts remembering the day her dad died. Mm -hmm. Uh, Teenage Nat sneaks future detective Kevin into her room to listen to music. Her dad storms in. Sounds hotter when you say that way. Her future detective. (laughs) (laughs) Dad calls her a little slut. and Which they were just listening to music, as so often is the case. You know, so you feel like there's been a history of abuse. Yeah. Um, and Nat is just like at her edge done. She gets out dad's gun and he dares her to fire it, mm. which you like, you see that power struggle and she works up the strength, like she's going to do it, but then nothing happens. And he ridicules her. Like the safety well, was yeah, on. The safety was on. She did pull the trigger, which yeah. to me is a huge, like, oh, so you would have killed me. Yeah, yeah. 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 And which is uh, dangerous then, for an abusive father. Yes, then he takes it and then trips on it while holding the gun, going out the steps, and then shoots his face off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Nat feels like she killed her dad, but I feel like that's such a tenuous line there. Well, and to me, he brought the gun into into the situation. In the I first guess place. she wanted to, but technically. <laughs> I'd write that she technically didn't. all the way up. Um, <laughs> but I feel like she is on the other side of the technicality because she had that intention. She actually would have. She did pull the trigger. Yes. And it didn't happen. And yeah. then it happened anyway. So I, I think it leads to, a, you know, was it fated to happen in some way? And I think that, you know, I think she already had abuse and that like contributed to childhood trauma and contributed to her you know drinking and mm-hmm. and, all and, that. and when she came back into the house of her of her childhood and how her mom even reacted to her being there yeah it definitely had that um i think it's a bit on the extreme side i know that there are families like that however it's tends to fall somewhere in between there. It was definitely the most extreme side of that, which like her rebelliousness in high school makes sense with that background. Her being on a sports team to me doesn't a bit. Well, I could relate because I was that kid. Yeah, but you were sent back. What do you mean sent back? (laughs) No, but before (laughs) that, like... I was raised in a super abusive household, but I was also in gifted classes and in sports and simultaneously hanging out at the wall, smoking weed. I know, but a lot like of- I had that conflict of these different aspects of myself. But how do you pay for that? Like, so did your parents pay for free. you to be able to, it was free to do those things? Because it was um, Jewish Junior Olympics. Okay. I just, I, 
I know like a lot of those things, like, cause I, I would have people who like couldn't participate in, in tennis because they couldn't afford the jerseys that were required. And unless they got a scholarship for that, they couldn't play. So there was some, like, I didn't know if it was quite well, lined up, but maybe she had a scholarship, like the car, where did the car come from? Well, that's one of my questions. Yeah, I, there's just like this like money loophole backstory that I don't understand. I mean, I was hella poor in high school and I was on the tennis team, but I don't think my high school had... I mean, I wasn't rich either and on the tennis team, don't get me wrong. I but... don't think my high school had ASB fees. Oh. I think that came later. Mine had ASB fees, but I'm trying to think because I don't think I've had to pay them. So it's probably scholarships. Uh, well, I ruined my chance anyway, but I did keep the awesome USA tracksuit for years. And no, I that's super swear cool. to God, I wish I still had it. I mean, I wouldn't be Where able to fit it now. Who I don't cares? know. Hang that shit up on your wall. I don't know. Something, some very important things in my life I mean, have disappeared. I was B team almost, well, the entire time until, and that was in pairs. Isn't and that there interesting was, that we both play tennis? I know, in high school. Another connection. Another, yeah. <laughs> So I started doubles because I was learning how to play tennis. And so there's a girl that is totally the Jackie in this story who was my tennis partner, uh-huh. blonde, pretty popular. And I'd get so mad because she'd sit and watch the soccer boys playing while we were trying to play. Oh my God. I can relate to that Jackie. Right. So that's why I got kicked out of the Olympics. <laughs> so she literally several Damn times. Hot soccer boys. And this is why I, I felt like Jackie in this story wasn't even mean enough because it was situations like that. And then literally being like, Macy, I left my coat in homeroom. Go get it. <gasps> and I would. Macy. I would. I was the Shauna. And and I did. It wasn't until I finally broke away from her. And I had to completely like stop talking to her altogether. I had to join in with the alter- alternative kids, which totally swayed me a different direction in my life. <laughs> and which was fine. But I had to like completely remove myself and then do singles tennis to then get on varsity and then go that direction. But yeah, like Jackie totally walked over me. Jackie, was I'm shaking my name. fist at you. I'll say it now because I have never seen her since high school. Her name was Allison, which is another, you know, mm. it's a Jackie relevant yeah. name. So um, Nat has this guilt and as they're deciding who's going to be the person that like hunts for their food, like it paralyzes her at first, but then she asks for another try and nails it. Mm-hmm. So the groups found this gun in the cabin and a mountain of bullets handy, which means he's a stockpiler. They decide that two people need to be selected to hunt deer guided by the coach. Um, who says like he's experienced but can't do it himself because he's missing a leg. So Travis is selected alongside Nat. Yeah, the whole shooting, like everyone doing like the penny on the thing, yeah, felt a little unrealistic to me. I don't feel like that's how it would have really played out. Honestly. My big problem with it, it was like, okay, coach is reasonably healed at this point. Mm-hmm. Why can't he shoot with one leg? Yeah, like lean against a tree. Like or th- most of the time they were all laying on the ground when they took the shot. Too. So I feel like that was a little bit too much of a plot device for me Agreed. to hook up Natalie. And yeah. It was a very much they, the woods. they need a reason to be alone together. Yes. And yeah. I, they could have done that more artfully. I think 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I because had an we're issue film that. critics now. Because now we are professional film critics. Because we have a podcast. <laughs> are we abusing our platform? <laughs> Uh, so be it oh can i pause real quick yeah i want to say thank you to france who is our second most oh now you're thanking france i want to say after france Mm -hmm. okay it's our second most frequent listeners i didn't know (laughs) and i appreciate merci beaucoup that's probably offensive what i know about most it's just it's thank you very much well i yeah i know i get that but it sounds i took french in high school do you know more than that? I do when I'm not drinking wine, yes. Okay. I stayed there for a whole summer. And actually, Did you? A whole at, summer. Wow. That, it is impressive. Okay. Actually, at one point, I learned my something. job, uh, my dream job was to be the ambassador to France. I swear. What the fuck? Really? Yes. I wanted to be the ambassador to France. What did I say earlier? Happen. You said that I offended France. I, you I don't did. remember. I don't remember. You I probably also was drinking. You said something bad you about don't remember. No, I know, but I don't want to repeat it because it was bad. Mm. <laughs> mm. So they'd have to listen to <laughs> Don't listen to it. I apologize. I was probably drinking wine and I really don't know what I'm talking about most of the time in all honesty. I mean, in so. general, just saying negative things about whole groups is probably not a good idea. I apologize <laughs> about anything I said and we'll just blatantly say right now that I know nothing. I love France. That's true. Um, Miss, so Misty, present day, approaches the. <laughs> She'll be her ambassador. Journalist, private investigator, whoever, and says this line, which I loved. I know when you look at me, you don't see someone you should be afraid of, but you're wrong. Yeah. Does that play into your notes? Um, I didn't note past that one, but it did probably into that line of maybe I could be your friend. <laughs> like when it's like accidental, I don't like it. When she takes like chart, like that's just who she is. I kind of like it more. Yeah. Like um, if you're going to be that way, just be that way and own it. And I, own I'll, it. I'll respect it more, I think. Um, so in this episode, in the flash forward, Ty's son is still being creepy and her run for state senator is still not going well. Shauna and Adam, like, where did he come from? Um, get up to some shenanigans. The sexuals. And she tries to recreate her missed high school experience. And then when she finally gets home, her husband, Jeff, asks her how the book club went. Because <laughs> that was her reason to go out. Yeah. Yep. Because she's, again, built such a boring life that a book club sounds completely plausible. What else would she be doing? Um, I liked when, so my thoughts, I liked when Ty told that white donor to go fuck herself. Mm, yeah. Um, I, I, again, I felt neutral about really anything with Ty because I felt like it was so, like, you wanted her endorsement. What do you expect? Like, she wants something from you, too, obviously. Mm. So it's kind of a, like, if you're not going to play ball, then don't get on the court in a tennis term way. I have a lot of questions about Adam. Um, Who is Adam? He's super cute. Why is he showing up 
He seems like always everywhere. Okay, you have to actually just legit pause because I need to talk about that. Okay. Um, I'll go into another topic. Uh, Misty ordering a chocolate martini. Eh, gross. Can't relate there, Misty. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Adam. What are your thoughts? Okay. So I feel like there are... I had so many questions about who Adam was. Who is he? What was his point, purpose? He just, like, knew too much coming in the door. Like, it wasn't just a genuine, oh, I like you. And he was, like, cute. And not saying Shauna couldn't get that kind of guy, was, but he like, was so into her. And, and like, so everywhere. She rear-ended rear him. And I agree. Like, she's not a model. She's cute, but she's not a model. But he was, like, super in. From, from the get-go. From the get-go. Anyone And she was screaming be, at him. Anybody would have been yeah. livid yeah. and pissed. Yes. So none of that make, like, make lines no up to me at all. No, me um, And... I think she took advantage of that because of her. I think she knew all of that, honestly. I think she knew it all felt off. I think she knew that this was a fl- an opportunity for a fling. I think she felt kind of like with the rabbit, like she needed a moment. And I can totally get that. Yeah. So I, I feel like that side is explained on her end. I just have so many loose ends. Like, who is he? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, while you're out of the room, I was mentioning Misty's gross chocolate martini order. Ew. And saying, like, me and Misty differ there. Like, Don't do pretty that. seriously. <laughs> and when they're out, Misty's care home person says, you remind me of my granddaughter. No one really likes her either. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. No, and I, I liked how... The thing I've met people like her because I did in-home care and I knew people like her where it was like <laughs> they came in and they were smiles and bubbles blah, 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 and you were just like you were the fakest person like this fake bubble ever met superficial yeah like you are probably just lying at your teeth mm. every second you can I don't really care why just go away just go away yeah so now we're on episode five mm-hmm. blood hive this is where no notes were taken because I was all in. All right, be in. <laughs> I'm in. So um, things aren't looking great for our girls in the woods. The batteries died on their music player. Misty is sexually harassing the coach. And <laughs> I found that very comical, actually. <laughs> and again, like her just un like unfazed by the situation <laughs> they're in that like her focal point is now her the sexual coach. desires for the He's cute. Like I get it. He's cute, but has one leg and is okay. I had here's another it's personal. Okay. So time for a quick personal. Yes. Can I say I'm sorry, France again first? Go ahead. <laughs> Viva la France. Yes. Um I developed a crush on a teacher. I don't my, like your hands. My art teacher. Talking about this, thank you. And she was 100% really? gay. And <laughs> it was terrible for me. <laughs> and it was a bad, like, it was a big crush. Like, a big one. I love that. Um, like, <laughs> I, I, like, he invited. Okay, this is 
how incredibly awesomely gay he was yeah. and how sad and I can picture disconnected I going. was. Keep going. So he invited his whole art class, which I imagine he did regularly, yeah. to his home uh-huh. on the beach uh-huh. wh- where he owned private beach, his In own California? stallions that he would ride along the fucking beach. Sorry, I just spit everywhere. <laughs> and stallions. Stallions. Just the stallions. Just the stallions. We could stop there. And yet I kept going forward and had an art studio that was in a fucking tower on the beach. I'm seeing Windows 360. Can I just say I'm sorry, Misty? No, it was it was terrible. I can already see what when was the first time you hit on him openly? I did get an A plus in the class, so he obviously was in the same position this coach was, which was just tell her, tell her what the fuck she wants to hear because this bitch is gonna kill me if I don't. Here's what I have to say to hot gay art teachers: Don't invite your class to your private beach with stallions. It's very misleading. Have a fire on the beach with alcohol. What? Oh no! In Come high school, on. No, no, college. It was college. Still, still. Uh, I remember. Let's see I here. was young and impressionable. I have to say, the only, I went to at Whitworth. Mm-hmm. I was invited to a teacher's thing, and she had a really nice freaking house too that like overlooked the river. And the highlight of the time was like a homemade baklava. <laughs> so <laughs> there were no stallions, there were no campfire, there was no alcohol, but I felt like super honored to be there either way. So, you know, I could imagine the pressures. I, I, felt, to, I felt pressures and it was a woman with baklava. So. I had to give it up. You know, I mean, eventually I, I, I saw the signs, but I had a lot of hope for a while. <laughs> okay. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, like, they're some of the best, so it's fine. He had great hair. I know, right? Anyways, Misty. Where Misty? Uh, sexually harassing the coach. I felt so bad for him. It's so <laughs> awkward. No, I know. And <laughs> you like, can't like, literally can't get away from her. No, it's like. He's a dependent on her because she's the one with the skills and the medicines. And, and she was so dedicated to taking care of him. And really, nobody else did that. What is making that noise? Is it me? It's your creaky chair. Um, everyone's periods sync up, which we've discussed on a previous podcast. Yeah, that's pod- not true. Podcast. The research does not support it. Um, so anecdotal it. evidence does. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't. Like, if research doesn't support... Are they researching enough high schoolers stranded? No, in the research places? wasn't um, thorough. Yeah. So, so they're making saying, their makeshift period products. I'm just saying nobody wants to be on the period at the same time because it means that it's going to, like, if you haven't had it, it's going to friggin' start. And it does. Like, we don't want that. This isn't confirmation bias. No. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. You can yell. Um, Travis mistakes a pot of boiling bloody underwear for venison stew. <laughs> That's just that stupid. was funny. So this is a horror humor show. Horror um, humor, depending on who you were. I could see some people not watching this because it was too horror. 
yeah i could see some people not watching it because it wasn't enough comedy it was a nice in between for me i honestly. liked it i enjoyed it i like the chuckle the and the like oh god yeah <laughs> oh okay and like oh they went there okay <laughs> cool <laughs> we learned that shauna the only person who hasn't been bleeding has a pregnancy with dun, dun, dun. With Jackie's uh, boyfriend. So, Which to me flashes back to the first episode when he snuck out of Jackie's window and Sean is sitting outside having to watch that happen. And later on, it's like, dude, Shauna liked him. No, Shauna liked Obviously, him. Obviously, they got married. Yeah. But- <laughs> and I think Jackie was just in it because he's like the popular guy. Yeah. And later on, he does say that. He's thing. like, you know, I was eventually going to just be her high school boyfriend. Yeah. Because she wasn't letting him get at it. No, and Remember? she even said at one point that she wasn't really that. It was into just it. over the underwear, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, you know, like they've gotten to this like cool survival routine. They're like hunting, everyone has jobs, they're like task mastering. You do this, I do that. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, but G- Jackie is yes. not helping out. And there was the moment they when she, she was frustrated because, like, the music or whatever wasn't playing anymore. But it was in the middle of, like, everybody's working. Yeah. And she's frustrated because she can't listen to music. It was, like, like a complete she's on a different wavelength for yep. them. So she was put in to that position of power because of popularity, mm-hmm. not because of leadership skills, in my opinion. IMHO. Agreed. I do agree with that. Yeah. So Jackie's solution to this whole thing is they're going to hold a seance. <laughs> this is where I think they start to get a little fucky. Um, fucky? Yeah. Or funky? No, I said fucky. Yeah, okay. Okay. I like <laughs> I that word. I didn't funky. Say fucky. Um, just because, first of all, again, <laughs> there was already seancey things up there, like freaking candles and marks etched in the wood and someone who clearly killed himself or died somehow at least with a yeah. shotgun that you're using to then hunt things and you're staying in this house the last thing i would do but i have to <laughs> so i say this that shauna brain over here says that why would you ever do that however in the haunted house that i used to live in with the child children that were killed yeah. upstairs i literally sat upstairs and did a seancey thing and spun around on a weird thing in the middle of the night and got filmed doing it to see if anything would happen see so like i get it you got it sucky it's it's because it's so alluring and i think that's the thing about like the it's the unknown it's alluring yeah and i think that's why so many you're scared yeah i get into like um wicca and all those things because it's it's alluring and it's interesting and you don't know something different than what you know it's different than the everyday it's taboo and what if it's real and what if and the power of that i can't even say that i knew what any of the outcomes would be i just wanted to see something happen something have an impact that would make me know that there's more than this just to know that anything i did mattered (laughs) on anything outside of myself exactly Wow, big, big issues here on Can Wine. Brings it out. Wow, that didn't even make sense. When this (laughs) seance starts, Lottie starts speaking in French. Can I? Everything's connected. Wow. Can I again say, and this has nothing to do with the French part, Lottie, (laughs) I had bad feelings uh, from the very beginning when, because 
at some point, I don't know. Again, I stopped taking notes when they showed her as a child. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Yeah, do that. Yes, yes. So uh, Lottie starts speaking in French, and then downstairs the coach starts vomiting. Um, so we're not sure if this is because of the seance or Misty poisoned him. Misty definitely. We don't know. <laughs> I think we do know. Misty poisoned him. She wanted to lay him. That's but what it happened. Could be like a... I don't think so. <laughs> I don't okay. think so. Okay. I'm just going to put a foot down on this one. So <laughs> Misty's a psychopath, remember? Laura Lee, our like staunchly it's religious like girl. distracted. Of course she's going to use that opportunity. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Laura Lee comes in and like smacks Lottie with a Bible and, and knocks the devil out of her. <laughs> Handy. Handy. <laughs> I've been close to being hit with the Bible when I went to Whitworth. <laughs> So we're kind of starting to see like a difference in the experience of the survivors emerging, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. So they're different. Yeah. Cause I think like a team brings you together. So let's, can we pause? Yeah, pause. You and I were on a derby team. We were. Which I would say feels For like, like family. 10 years. Pinky up 10 years. And you did. You pinkied up that can. Um, classy AF. Classy AF, this can of house wine. <laughs> Normally, we only get it through one by the end but of the this podcast. This is an important this episode. This is serious this shit. Is serious. Okay. And if any of this offends you, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. We you have care. a choice. We are here anyways, whatever. Okay. So what was I saying? About a derby team? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So we're on a, we were on a derby team for over 10 years yes. with each other. And I think both of us can fairly say, correct me if I'm wrong, like it feels like a family. At times. At times feels like a family. <laughs> when doesn't it? When people aren't on board. When people aren't on board. Which, With a mission. Yes. Agreed. And I would say like most times differences came out off of the track. Yes. Typically like we can all get in line and be there in the same purpose and mission to accomplish a goal. Mm-hmm which I totally aligned with the yellow jacket soccer thing of like, we're here, we train hard together. We sweat together. We do this together. We, we win, we fail together, whatever the thing is, it's us. However, if there's an after party, you quickly start to see how people separate. You have a group over here, sitting over here doing their thing. You have a group over here doing their thing and a group over here. And then the ones who never came at all. That's true. And it's like you start to see people separately aside from the group unison that a team makes. And I think is a team is so important, but we can't ignore the fact that it's made of individuals. It is. Group psychology versus individual psychology. And at a point, the team that is stranded can't rely on team dynamics anymore. Because they're not playing soccer out in them woods. It's a different game. The enemy becomes each other. So Nat and Misty managed to get some crime scene photos because one of Misty's online detective friends hacked Detective Kevin's email. And when Misty pieces together these photos, the mysterious symbol on the floor beneath Travis's body appears and her First reaction is to say, this is bad. This is so wrong. Travis didn't believe in any of this shit. So implying that some did believe in this shit and some didn't. So we're seeing the hints that there was like 
a splitting off of the groups, I I felt. Which makes sense from what I had seen as well. Like, he never, like, was in on any of, like, the seance stuff. Like, he wasn't part of that. Yeah. But it also alludes that she knows more. Yes. Because as an adult, like, that's quite a reference to make from way back. But as a current adult making that statement. I think she knows more. That means that there's a current peoples that do. Yes. Adult Shauna is still hanging out with Adam. Because he's cute. Whoever he is. And, and it feels he's cute. Yes, and I don't even. Like I mean, he shows his abs a lot, you know. I, I got to say, though, like her man ain't that bad. And I think. No, just cute, but it's just, tired, I think. Tired, but I think it was more vengeful than anything, honestly, from Shauna. Like it, it seemed like you cheated on me effort i'm you know here's an opportunity yeah i have every here's my right excuse. i have yeah. every right to do this because of you well i think she's just you know things have been the same for a long time she wants to mix it up um so shauna fakes another of but her she book didn't clubs. pursue it which i think matters no but again another reason that adam is suspicious af again yeah i agree, who I agree is with he? That. i'm just saying that like who he yes he came in suspiciously i don't think she was like desperate. why is he everywhere at all times? i think she was content with the way her life was it was the or telling herself she was content yeah i think content without knowing the extra i think the rabbits pushed her over the edge <laughs> <laughs> but the rabbit but all that came after the reporter like rubbing her nose that's but, true however there was one thing that did exactly i, I just thought of it in her grocery bag, she had a magazine that had like the two pictures or had the picture of um, who was it on there? It was like of two, maybe it was Ty. There's some, it was like a successful oh. couple. So, like, she clearly bought a magazine showing so it's someone some stuff in her position who was higher than her somehow that she had purchased got it because the yeah the reporter saw that and went like mm. oh you know is this the life you really wanted so shauna goes to another fake book club but it's actually like a halloween halloween rave she runs into her daughter kelly <laughs> awkward by the way like <laughs> um maybe go to his house alone i don't know versus a ray of public <laughs> thing. like it didn't seem like very good decision making process and, so, and not willing to wear the mask i know like wear the mask <laughs> so um callie tries to like work her, her mom because she like she knows about this affair but shawnee gets the upper hand saying have you ever heard of mutually assured destruction Mm -hmm. And I love that. So she like tells like how the divorce would work out for Callie and Callie has to bow to that. How can you not? It just, yeah. It just, again, shows logic that, that relationship. Damn it. Like, but that's the part we don't know. No, we don't know what happened. Why is there? Why? Yeah. Why is the relationship so flawed in the first place? Again, what happened to original baby? Original baby, which probably impacted how Shauna felt about second baby. Cause she even said, and this is later. Maybe I'll wait. I think she said she hated her daughter. Yeah, to the, yeah. To the family, to Jackie's parents. Yeah, yeah, she goes, yeah. I don't even really like her. Yeah. Cold stone face. Cold and, stone. And yeah. it was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Something is there. Something happened. Um, so at the same time, 
Ty is struggling with her kid. Her campaign is nose diving. Her, their house is vandalized with red paint. I felt like zero empathy for any of this. Um, I have to say, though, like the little kid, I felt like got zero attention in this. Like the mom, uh, the mom, the other mom, the other mom. Yeah, I felt was very responsive to him. Like, uh, no, he's getting help. Period. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. But Ty was kind of disconnected. And like, you need to be done with this because it's not helpful. Setting good boundaries. Which could be a symptom of pre-existing mental illness and the trauma they went through. It's just mm-hmm. that disconnect. It's Yeah, I, I didn't like how the son was like an afterthought. Yeah. Again, not story-wise, but actual, just like if I were in there. Yes. <laughs> so they find the can of red paint under Sammy's bed, but he denies any involvement. To me, I'd be like total trauma reaction of some kind. Like as a counselor, I'd be like, there is something here. Yes, he needs to be seen. And they take him to a counselor, right? Mm-hmm. And part of what I... T- again, distancing me further from Ty, is her response to that counseling session is like, well, what did they even help with? Well, she's protecting herself, I think, at this point. Well, yeah, and it's it's the idea that um, she's, she's in denial that she's struggling. Oh, yeah. 100%. At this point, and it's easier to put it on her son struggling than her. So Ty and Nat meet up. And they simultaneously received blackmail texts asking for 50 grand. Nat doesn't know about the hidden camera Misty put in her house <laughs> in the Lang Lang jar. Wow. And it doesn't Misty, shock me at this point. I'd already ruled in <laughs> that she was a psychopath and that I wanted to be her friend. But Misty, I mean, this is where you have to be like, be careful. What you wish for. Misty overhears how everyone thinks she has bad hair. I like her hair. I actually had a moment where I was <laughs> I had a moment where I was walking through my house and this was after I cut my hair, as I told you, when I was like, someone take the scissors away from me. And I had a moment of, God, I wish I just had that like curly hair like Misty did where it just looked good with the glasses. Like it's already a thing. You don't have to style it. I'm, it's already a style. I'm stylish. Yeah, I, just, I mean, everyone wants being. what they don't have. Yeah, I had this conversation with my son Asher, who has mm. super thick hair, and he's like, "I wish my hair wasn't so thick." And I'm like, Where? "Yeah," I'm like, Where? "Well, I literally, yeah, like people, everyone wants what they people don't have." People have thinning have. hair and cry. So yeah, sorry for you and your thick hair and long eyelashes. Actually, I have to say that. So my sister always had long eyelashes and I'd make comments that like, you have better eyelashes than me. And it would make me so jealous. And yeah, it's just, you just don't have what you don't have. Yeah. You always want what you don't have. You got to get over it. (laughs) Curly haired people want straight hair. Straight haired people want curly hair. I think media has a lot to do with that. (laughs) Um, My thoughts Misty is saved in Nat's phone as don't pick up. <laughs> I had that for <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have anyone in my phone right now. Have you had anyone in the past that's been labeled something? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't like don't pick up, but it was like some probably disparaging observation of some characteristics. They had. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Same Z's. Um 
I actually, even now today, because I, so, because originally my phone number was tied when I started my private practice. So my phone number is tied to freaking everything. Mine too. Mine's everything. So I literally do not answer my phone. No, me too. I don't either. Which I don't think most people understand. Their phone's for communicating with people they care about. Well, that's what voicemail's for. My phone is a garbage piece of shit (laughs) that I then check the message. And if you don't leave me a message and your number is not one I recognize... There's no record. You don't exist to me. No, exactly. No, same. Sorry. 100% same. Either leave me a message and it's important enough and took enough of your time to make it worth my time, or you don't exist. Period. I I don't care. I'm not calling you back. I'm 100% same because I can't manage more than one phone number. I'm going to mark your shit as spam and then auto reject you the next time. (laughs) Woo! Woo! All right, episode six, Saints. How did you start with the woo? Remember last episode? Yeah, you were like, we're is wooing. it the woo episode? Well, we're wooing now. We're wooing. Episode you six. You started it this We're time. in the second half. Can we do it louder? Woo! Woo! Uh, Why are you so quiet? Why do you look like so wooing. nervous? I don't like wooing. Like I'm not a wooer. Tell me more. Hold hmm. on. Stop. Why are you a wooer? I've seen you chuck. I've seen you chuck coasters at random people's faces but i don't do at the same time no but i've seen you dive and hide no i'll do the action i just won't do the sound effect why not because i think it's okay dumb okay pause (laughs) pause i have to say i'm gonna give credit to t here pause t yeah taught us that a sound effect while you make a hit makes it better no, I, I agree with that. I know you agree with that. So stop looking at your text like you're going to ignore me now. So why would not making a noise Final to woo. exemplify how you feel? I just don't like the why woo. You, I don't like how. Well, you said woo. You did it. Pick a better one. Well, then. I don't have a better one. I'll work on it. You seem. I don't like how I'll unsatisfied you are right now. I'll think about it. It makes me upset. I'm going to pin you under the chair (laughs) again. Okay. Let's let's go back to Lottie, who you don't like. I don't even like her. I hate her face, too. She's off her meds for some time now. She's having what is either hallucinations or visions or both. And I have to say, I don't, I didn't view her as like a, okay, she has mental health problems and that's why she's doing this. I instantly viewed her from like the flashback to her childhood. Like you're a thin place person and you're scary. Well, I didn't think she needed to be medicated for it. I felt like this was another example of pathologizing an actual real behavior. I agree. Mm-hmm. That should be valued instead. Yeah. But um, so in this episode, she agrees to be baptized by Laura Lee. So God can help her figure out if their visions are caused by mental illness or divine intervention. This, and then, this was a scene that I thought was going to end. Like I was scared for this scene as it started. I remember like feeling like, okay, is the super religious girl going to drown her? Is there something weird that's going to happen? I was, I remember feeling scared about this. Well, scene. I had weird vibes about the lake from the very beginning. Me too. Even like when it, they went into it, they're like, yay. It felt creepy and, and to me and agreed. dark. Like they were all and playing. Stephen King horror story. Radish. 
And I have to say that whole scene uh, of them But playing, nothing happened. I kept no, waiting for them to be drawn under. Yes, that's what I was saying. I'm like, when is the creature going to draw them under? And it never that happened. That's the worst part about it was that it, and like kudos to the freaking writers yeah, of this movie yeah. because everything, like if this was a beach party in some other movie, everything would have been right. <laughs> Everything. There was romantic parts. Well, there was no parts. sun, and I think that was made the difference. It felt ominous. It felt super ominous, and yet nothing happened, which meant I'm something... like, what's it going to be? Piranhas? Something supernatural? What's going to happen? But then later on, something does happen over the lake. It does, which makes me agree with you that this lake has some sort of meaning, which again hasn't been. Really, we have we don't know season, in season one. Yeah, we don't know in season one. If they cancel this, no, I was going to ask you at the very end, how would you feel if they canceled this? <laughs> well, I would flip a table and rage. Me too. We're going to make our own season two. <laughs> That's right. We're going to strand. We have woods. We have past teammates. We could drop in the middle of a That's wood. right, and they would be down for it. I'm sure. Totally. Somebody would cut someone. You're a former off. team captain. Uh, yeah, I they would follow you into the woods. Yeah, sort of. Again, I was the Shauna of the group. So, like, I was kind of yelling at people when I had to. Who would be the Jackie? Oh, my God. It would. Let's not name names. <laughs> not on air. Can I say air. that? Can I? No, I'm going to say it air. because I, I actually think it's a good thing. Jackie, in the sense of most lovable, most popular, would probably be Red. Oh, yeah. But... 100%. She'd be team captain. But she didn't have any Jack in characteristics no i agree i don't think we had a jackie though because red was like pure goodness we is why am i saying was no she still exists don't put that out there we had two parent the way that we paired it was we had a red who was good intentions and good heart and then we had a me who which would yell at you when needed but was quiet otherwise Mm. yeah you need a balance so back to lottie um (laughs) I hated her so much. I can't even. So the thing is, it's like I wanted, she got baptized and she came up and then she saw the light, right? Yeah. And. Or something. She saw something. She saw something. And from her perspective, it seemed dark. And then it was kind of like glazed and, oh, that was probably the. No, we don't know, though. I I think that's where you put your own experiences on it. So she is not. Like Ty zoning out in the dark woods on her hand and knees, eating fistfuls of dirt. Yeah, which was weird. Ty. And then, uh, yeah, Ty. And, and her then, like nails covered in dirt, like wow. Yeah, and then can we I learned, not be that one? <laughs> we learned that Sammy wasn't lying when he blamed things on a woman lurking in the trees outside her home because Ty is the woman in the trees. We okay, that. but pause, pause, and this may come later on. When Ty, as an adult, is found outside in her tr- outside eating dirt, or up during in the her tree, election. like no, 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 but she crazy. wasn't, but she wasn't in the tree at this point because they literally show her walking from outside to inside, uh-huh. and the tree branches are shaking. No, I don't think. What is that? What is that? That's more. But what is that? We don't know yet. But what I don't like about that, what I specifically don't like about that scene is that it wasn't just like a trembling of like, ooh, something's present. It was, there is something in the tree. Something's in the tree. Like there's something physically in the tree. Well, I think there's either something in the tree 
and or there's like this history of mental illness in this family that Sammy is experiencing. We don't know. Mm, I think something, I don't know. I, so part of the question is, is, is there time here? Is there something supernatural happening? We don't know. We don't know. We're just seeing that split, like the very initial. My assumption with my assumption is with Ty, same thing with Lottie is that for whatever reason, whether it's mental health or it's spiritual health, that they have some connection to something that connected them to something darker and being there, tap them into that place. And it never left them. It's like uh, minority stress. It's going to exacerbate or cause mental yeah, illness. Thank you. Um, so Ty, Natalie, and Shauna come together to plan how to handle whoever's trying to blackmail them. Shauna is the only one in the group who claims to not have received the postcard asking for Which 50 grand. Theme is the most realistic to me. Um, <laughs> So she suggests they get the money together and include a GPS tracker in the bag um, so they can see where it ends up. Natalie gets the money by selling her badass black Porsche, which I was sad about. And then Misty is later seen spying on Natalie via her Lang Lang cam while crushing up her stolen pills, which she later uses to inject the reporter with. It was interesting her over attention to Natalie compared like she didn't do that Shauna. Well, who needs the concern? But to me that lends to towards the end of like why? Why are you so concerned about her? Let's add that to our list of questions. Right. Shauna and Jeff go for the super awkward brunch at Jackie's parents' house to celebrate Jackie's birthday. And apparently this has been an annual ongoing tortuous event. <laughs> yeah, that was for 25 years. Um, the signs point to Jackie being dead, but that hasn't been explicitly clarified. So I don't know. Um, Shauna gets I mean it does in that setting right like the parents but still they haven't actually said Shauna was or Jackie was dead so Shauna's why would they go to her parents house I don't know I have without Jackie there I have some theories I want to hear in a second okay so Shauna gets taken down some notches by Jackie's mom and then Jeff steps in and actually you're like I like that oh you like Jeff all of a sudden and she lets them know that he and Shauna were sleeping together even before the crash and that Shauna is actually amazing and smart. Yeah, I liked how he kind of took that. But again, it's like, how far along are we now? Like, this is years. So, like, yes. why now, first of well, all? Well, here's my personal theories. <laughs> so, Jackie's dad comments that Shauna gave birth to such a special child. So, here's my theory. It's Travis's baby. That Jackie didn't die in this. Oh, spoiler alert. At the end of our all of this is spoiler. Remember, we think Jackie died, but I don't think she died. And I think that was the special child he's learning to is Travis's baby. And that's why Sean is disconnected from Callie. It's not actually her baby. And the timeline adds up. Okay, so hold on. Okay. 
I read something about this later when I was looking up things for this. So I need I need you to slow it down for me. Okay. Remember in a future episode that we'll discuss Jackie and Travis do it? Yes. Do the deed? Yes. Okay. So Wait, say Jackie she, and Travis do? Yeah. Say she got pregnant. Oh, yeah. Jackie does. That's right. Upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say So that would explain why it's a oh, special child. Because if Jackie's happened. in a coma or something. Mm-hmm. And then Shauna's raises this child as her own. Hundred percent makes sense. Hundred percent makes okay, sense. Okay, this is just by theory. No, 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 no. I have no idea okay. if it's true. That makes sense. It's been a piece that I couldn't quite put together because the relationship with the teen didn't make sense. And then, like, the only thing that threw me off is like the teen has brown hair. Because they never say Jackie's dead, so I'm like, is she in a coma? And the thing is, when she. Yeah, when they run outside when she died. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll get to. Well, that. we don't know if she died. That's the thing. Is like they, they talk never, about her dream yeah, state, yeah, but that's yeah, all yeah. they talk about. Exactly. It's never explicitly stated. She runs out there and clears off in the body season for that, that Jackie's dead. Mm-hmm. And even in this brunch, they never explicitly state that Jackie's dead. So that's just my personal theory. The, I could be completely wrong. The only thing that I could say is like when they have their reunion. Yeah. They show Jackie's picture. But they still never say she was dead. No, they just show her picture yeah. and say, I'm sure Jackie would appreciate that you two were together yes. and that you're here on, yes, like basically on her behalf. Yes. Agreed. I don't know. I know. But the thing is, is like, if writers, I'm right though, writers know. Then and I'm, then I'm right. Every detail is put in specifically and left out specifically. But so. that, when the parents said, that Shauna gave birth to such a special child. My like everything perked up. I'm like, what does that mean? Special child. Because Callie doesn't seem special. But why would they she say seems like a little but why, would they, why would they say Shauna gave birth to? Maybe they transplanted it. Because they had to. Because she was in a coma. Mm-hmm. And she volunteered because she felt guilty yes. about what happened. Yes. Got it. I mean, this is just extreme um theory on my part it could be totally wrong no honestly that sounds like if (laughs) if i because the timeline actually adds up because they'd already been in the woods for Mm -hmm. like a certain amount of time and then like the baby would have been about ready to be burst forth when they got rescued because it was only the 20th reunion by the end of the episode end of the season 25th yeah and this child was in high school yeah i mean i could be wrong i don't know i think you're right well we'll see um so my thoughts were like it was really rough watching shauna trying to like abort the baby with the underwire bra Mm -hmm. yeah actually yeah i actually had to i i fast forward no i i did one of my like put the hand up and don't watch but i'm like listening to know what's going on that was rough yeah I had my own personal trauma so that, so I just had to fast forward. But that's when Shauna and Ty kind of bond, yeah. which yeah. we see in present day. Yeah, it was the like, I'll do what I have to do to help you, whatever that is. It yeah, doesn't matter. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And then I fucking loved young Natalie's um, speech to Travis about how 
it's stupid that women have to act like they don't like sex to op- uphold some role forced upon them by society. I love that. Like I was like, you would, yes, Natalie. <laughs> yes, Natalie. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Episodes? I didn't, I didn't relate to that at all. Oh. Go on. Well, <laughs> more to come. Episode seven called yes. no compass. So Ty, Natalie, and Shauna in present day are trying to figure out who's been blackmailing them. They got a tracking device on Amazon, which I thought was funny, and uh, put it in this duffel bag that Kelly made back when she was cute, quote unquote. And so they throw this in this donation box thing, and then they're in the car, they're having small talk. I didn't like the dialogue during this whole thing. I thought it was not great. Um, But they're like sharing some booze that Nat brought along, which... I could relate to that because like yeah you would do that yeah well I mean you're out like let's make it fun um so then and they, to be fair we were recently out and you brought wines so. no that was Sarah <laughs> Sarah did but upon your request I remember no she did it on her own because she wasn't sure if it was going to be like what kind of outing it was going to be because she was trying to appease the Natalie of the group well maybe she didn't reach out to me to figure out what to bring as she just wanted to cover all bases (laughs) (laughs) so they see the tracker moving they follow it and they end up face to face with the driver of this truck um who natalie threatens at gunpoint and then this guy in the ski mask jumps out of the back of the truck and then they all follow him it's pretty badass like have they been working out i mean they seem like really like in shape so this and uh and ends up like he gets away, but there's this trail of glitter. Glitter. <laughs> Which I still have questions about. Questions. So we flash back to the woods and see Ty's decision to split off from the group mm-hmm. in search of help oh, or so more resources so or not. Oh, this was I didn't like this one. Yes. I mean, it was rough. Because she was intimate with i forget her name van van yeah and van chose to go with her yes because of that and then van got her face ripped off by wolves um yeah so van misty <laughs> is that what you were gonna say? mari and akila <laughs> go along yes um and this is like another evidence of like the group mind group think starting to erode so the girls are starting to look to lottie as like this like powerful mystical after yeah yeah, yeah. because whoever the religious girl was in the group surely there was one i specifically remember one moment where she's like what do you think because she felt she was like divinely touched or something because she had seen she had an experience yes so swimming so in that moment, it was like, oh, she means something. So yes. her decisions matter. Yes, yes, yes. So Lottie gives Van this weird bone thing and um, tells her she had a dream about red smoke and a river of blood. So then this group that breaks off comes across both of these things. When they come across this red tinted stream which was kind of like explained off of like, oh, it's iron in the water. 
and then later Ty uses a flare gun to scare off a wolf that was chomping on Van's face. Literally dragging her off. And like, I had <sighs> that moment, like, it was, it was actually like a very real moment. That was like a good horror moment of the movie. Yeah, because yeah. I don't feel it was it was sensationalized. I don't feel it was like just like a, that's what would happen. That would would happen. Yeah. yeah, like she was wounded enough that the wolf pulled her off. That's what happened. Yes. And and there was a moment when Ty was up in the like I had this thought of like why are you up in this tree? Yeah, why everyone is that's down a there. shattering. I exactly. think of Sammy seeing her up in the tree. I agree. She was yeah. up there hiding. And then all of a sudden she decides to come down and help. Yeah. And that and she did save her at that juncture. Um, but it was a very it's traumatic, yes. very traumatic. So we can see um Van's teeth through her cheek. So obviously not good. Bone structure not good. Her, yeah, yeah. Um jawbone. Back at the main camp, Jackie forces Shauna to tell her that she, you know, is pregnant. And um, Shauna makes up a story that it's Randy's baby. It's like the random party guy. <laughs> Which later on when I saw who Randy was, I was like, oh, okay. I can see why Jackie felt suspicious. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, like Randy, really? Yeah, okay. Jackie didn't seemed to buy it from the beginning no jackie isn't stupid well and here's shauna who's her conservative other admitting that she's pregnant and to some guy that wouldn't even like mean anything yeah so why would you lie to me why now and why randy like this why randy because way back then why would why randy because she would have admitted why randy why now these are valid questions if no matter their friendship level, which they were close friends prior to this, they were yes. very close. She would have been, Oh my god, I fucked up. Yeah, I slept with Randy. Damn it, and I'm this pregnant. happened. What's but going on? Why is it coming in now when you're forced to? Yes, when you're going why is to she start showing. It? Yes, so this is where, again where I feel a little sympathy for Jackie versus other people. I'm glad somebody does. I just I I feel like Jack got a bad rap, honestly. No, I'm I'm glad that we're having a dichotomy here. It's good. It's good. So, I am both a Shauna as a person and also feel for the Jackie. That's I love that. So Jackie um later sneaks into Shauna's journal. She finds it hidden in the rafters, which I was surprised. I thought that was a really good hiding spot. And then <laughs> discovers the truth. You about... probably hid your weed in the rafters too, didn't you? Well, in the wall. Here's or... where I hid mine. You want to hear mine? Yes. Hopefully, my mom won't listen to this. I can't even say mine because my dad will listen to this. 100%. So, in my room, I like got this like pink taffeta material mm-hmm. and made like this like cool taffeta. taffeta. What is taffeta really though? It's a material, and what I made it. What does that a... mean though? It's a material. I don't know what that means. It's fabric. When people say taffeta, I just nod my head. Can you explain to me? It's like a thick fabric. <laughs> and so I got some. Did your I, mom buy it? No, I bought it myself. I hung it on the sides of my closet like a decoration. But the cool thing about taffeta is it's very like thick. The cool thing about taffeta, and I don't even know what taffeta is. You did not do a good job explaining. And there's a lot of air pockets in a taffeta hanging. 
And Will you so, please share with me Taftida one day? Later I will. Yes. Thank you. And so I had some kind of like little tiny cardboard box at hand. And in, in it? In one of the taffeta air wow. pocket folds. Fascinating. I pinned this cardboard box to the wall and that is where I hid my weed. Wow. That's fascinating. I like it. Well, it wasn't as good as I thought because my sister found it. <laughs> and so I will say, and I'll say this because I was actually a fairly good child overall. So I I spent most of my high school time living in the loft of the garage because I liked having the privacy and I could play music as loud as I wanted. And it was like the insulation, with, it didn't have the boards in front of it. So I remember one time and actually just one time that I had somehow probably from a boyfriend at the time had given me like a little bag of the, now that, now that I have a family member who has been in the weed business and has grown probably some of the worst stuff I've ever seen had given me a little baggie of it and I had stashed it behind the insulation with my little tiny, horrible pipe. And I remember being so paranoid when I smoked by myself. I never did again. Hmm. Can't relate to that. (laughs) So maybe myself is just so bad. (laughs) So at the end of this, Ty says, "If mom doesn't listen to this, if this was a horror movie, she'd be the villain." Speaking of Lottie, wait. Ty said that about Lottie or yeah. Ty said that about herself? No, Ty says that about Lottie at the end. If this was a horror movie, she'd be the villain. I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, honestly, if I were to rate villainhood out of this, I'd say Ty first, Lottie. But I don't think Ty has any self-awareness. I know, but that makes her dangerous to me. Yeah. Because I think Lottie at least, like, episodes way before i had lottie like "Mm, you stay over there because you got some weird (laughs) shit going on like i can't relate to it yeah why you speaking french you can speak french (laughs) but i'm not gonna do the seance with you because some weird shit's gonna we love the french we do but you shouldn't speak it fluently when you (laughs) failed the class and ty though from the very beginning, just as a character, was shady. Anyone willing to break someone's leg for their own self-gain, I don't care what it's motivated by, is a shitty person. It's violence from the beginning. Yeah. Well, I don't think Lottie intended that, honestly. So episode eight, called Flight of the Bumblebee, and they are the Yellow Jackets. So we find Van lying on a funeral pyre missing most of her cheek. Her sobbing teammates are watching her and Ty is still drenched in wolf blood. As Van's clothes start to catch fire, she like comes to and her friends realize she's actually still alive. They uh, pull her off, yeah. Yeah, so they pull her <laughs> off. Doesn't she say that statement of like, really fire? <laughs> yes. So they pat her down and, you know, it's really fucked up. And then, yeah, Van says, really? Fire? I thought that was really funny. I thought that was funny, too. And it made me think about how many times I've told you that I would eat you if you died. Like so I- are we saying, like, there'd be a moment where you think I'm dead, you're eating me, and I'd I'm be like, really, Macy? Cannibalism? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, and the way I am, I I would say it just like that. I no, I like that. would slowly <laughs> remove your calf from my mouth and be like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ed. I'm, I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah, let me put that back where it came, I've already where it given from. you many notices. <laughs> You've given me, like, if you were dead, it's okay. So, like, if your pulse is out, Am I, I supposed to check I'm a gonna, day later? Like, no. what am I supposed to do? But I, I love that that Van wasn't. I mean, just <laughs> she wasn't mean about yeah, it. Yeah, she wasn't mean. She's just like I getting like, it. If I chew on your leg, just laugh about it later. I'll stop. And if you are eating me somehow, I would say, like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm still alive. Please <laughs> <laughs> stop. Put it back. Spit it out. Spit out, put it back. Like, in what do you say to your dog when you want them to drop something? Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> I usually go, a boo. So I go, Naomi. Drop it. And you'd be like, Bleh. and I would, or not. I would too. I would. Depending on the hunger level. If I was alive, <laughs> you would stop 100%. I know that about probably. you. You would stop. Probably. Um, if it was both of you, stop saying probably. If it was us <laughs> two, we would stop. If it was a third party, I'm sorry, but 10 years of friendship prevails. And we'll see how that and goes. And we just swallow. I mean, and we would, be like, I could see oh my God, God, you're alive. I'm so like, glad. I don't think we'd admit it. At first, we'd be like, <laughs> how alive is she really? <laughs> is she going to die anyways? Does she, <laughs> did she have blunt force trauma? Would this impact? You know, could we? Is I think you're revealing too much. <laughs> It's supposed to be. If we were that nobody knows. These are secret. I mean, everyone has these thoughts, right? Maybe. This is the part of me that really wants to like Misty. Yeah, I'm like, who's the psychopath now? All right. Okay. Whatever you would too. Like, if it was a, if it was a Lottie lying on the ground, and we were like, we're gonna starve to death, but Lottie's almost dying and her face is ripped off, I'd probably eat her. So let's I'd go to Laura. The religious girl too. She probably tastes great. Oh, great, great segue. <laughs> Laura Lee in this episode. Great, yes. Dies as a martyr flying the decrepit plane for rescue. And who saw that coming a million miles away? I have to say, I was a little disappointed. Like again, movie-wise, shot great, felt great. They literally say the beginning when they find story the wise, yeah. yeah. They find the plane and like the wheels are wound up and they're like, I think Lottie is the one who says like they didn't want her to leave or they didn't want him to leave. Yes, exactly. So it's like, of course that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it was a little it. predictable. I didn't sit playing out any other way. So also For teddy bear. Episode, wait, sorry. Oh, when the teddy bear burst fire. <laughs> I feel like it wanted me to feel something about it, but like the teddy bear wasn't well established for me. So it didn't like if they maybe would have shown, cause again, like the religious aspect is fine, but like tie it with something like show me in the past, how that mattered to her, how that meant something to her, but they didn't. So I didn't really feel for me. I was really upset because it really tied into all my fears of flying. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. And to me, 100%. to me, I was sitting Every there time. like, really, your bear catches on fire and you don't think to open the door and kick the fucking bear out? 
Kick the bear out. <laughs> it is not you. Kick the bear out. Because to me, it's like. It's her talisman. But that's the whole thing is like, is this a representation of her as a person? And she just refuses so much to release that part of herself that she cannot remove the bear. Because it literally is all that caused the plane to catch I fire. I want her to go so soon. Me neither. Because she honestly. represented like a character that didn't exist. I agree. And with her gone, there's nobody that's on that kind of side of things. I agree. Where there's like a logic based on religion. Like, I feel like that has a place. I wanted to see that play out in a different way. It played out in a way that I expected it to, honestly, for a film that is based on psychological horror around. Yeah, we could have built that up more. I agree. And because there's none, none of that enough left now. We have um, Misty, we have a lot yeah, of exist we have a lot. any of the other characters. <laughs> a tie. Yeah. Like, what do we have left? It doesn't exist. And I think that it's representative enough in our culture across the board that religion should be represented in a way that is positive respectful. and respectful i agree no i totally I agree, agree with that. and that's where i think like her even just pushing the bear out and surviving shows would have said something would have said something along the lines of like i'm not just tied to one yeah, narrow exactly. view because i think it, they were trying to really represent something i think there. they were i didn't like that it was a little polit- political agreed so present day Misty has a reporter tied up in her basement. She's, <laughs> this part was hilarious <laughs> to me. And I thought her basement was super cute. And I was a little jealous because my basement is mostly unfinished and not cute. Uh, so Misty's been watching Nat on the Lang Lang cam and she watches the cocaine delivery and then busts in, uses herself as a human shield. And then just snorts as much cocaine to her <laughs> nose as fast as possible. I love that too. I love that she's like, God, I hope this was cocaine or else I'd be dead. But that's, <laughs> that's Misty. This is where it, it Misty started to evolve for me a bit more to where I went from that question of, do I like Misty as a friend? Maybe, I love that you wrote that maybe, question. Yeah. Like, actually, trying no, to figure that. out if I would like Misty as a yes, friend, dot, yes. dot, dot, maybe. And I think that part is where I decided yes, because she even made the statement of, gosh, I hope that was what it was. But either, save not. but either way, I cared about you enough to die for it. And then she said, I've never even tried cooking before. <laughs> Which, again, is that desperate connection, (laughs) which is obnoxious to most people. So I get that side of it. But, um, like, would I want her in my corner? Absolutely. Um, Would I get her in my corner? But also not. I think both. I think, like, in my corner with complete respect mutually, sure. If it was because she's like she like the people are using her as much as yeah yeah she's yeah. trying to use them yeah. at this point. So like in season one, I feel like it could go either way in any direction. I don't think I've seen Misty with a mutually healthy relationship yet. Me neither. No. So we don't know what that would play out, except for the one elderly person who died. Hmm, that didn't go well because she died. So Jackie decides to announce Shauna's pregnancy to the group. 
which was rude. <laughs> rude. <laughs> Super rude. Agreed. I think how that was done was because that wasn't even an anger because that was before she knew it was from her boyfriend. Right. She just wanted everybody to know. And oh, then- by the way, it, but but okay, but in context here, this and this again leads to me with some Jackie thoughts here is that so and so the the chick was gonna fly out and we have someone who's had their face ripped open who needs emergency yes. medical help and my friend is pregnant. No, it was further like incentivizing the Laura Lee martyrdom. Trip. Yes. Which to me, again, on the Jackie side, like there's at least a protection of her people, of her people close to her. I felt like it was disingenuous. I, I, I did catch that too of like, why are you bringing this up? But at this point she had no, she hadn't read the journal at this point. She hadn't. So here's a point where it's like, okay, like if we're going to talk about medical necessity, I feel, and I could see her saying that she feels important enough to make the, like, you need help. I could see her feeling that pompous enough to she make She didn't volunteer to go with Laura did she? <laughs> no, not at all. And I was kind of confused about, like, that would other people ride in the plane I with know. her? I know. It was and like a Laura sacrifice moment. Yeah. And that, again, like. Which was weird. Feels to me yeah, a bit um, biased yes, against point. religion. A little pointed. Little yeah. pointed because ultimately, like, why wouldn't you put the pregnant one and the other one on board with like, her? Yes, exactly. That's what I thought too. Me too. If you like, felt they were going to be like, get them to help, and if you didn't feel that was like, possible, why are you putting Laura Lee Never on let it yes, happen. 100%. And your half legged ass in charge of the team was not directive enough. I'm sorry, but if I'm the, if I'm the, even the, the not even the coach. I have been the assistant or the captain. I've been the captain and I yeah. would say, no, I don't care what your opinion is. No, I'm making yeah. the line. No, I'm in charge of your safety. No. Yes. And he doesn't do that. Like and throughout I'm throwing the, whole the case thing. away into the lake. I mean, you yeah. do what you need to do. Effing no. No. Yes. And multiple times he gets challenged and he just gets weaker and weaker and weaker. I know. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either because ultimately, and I think that's part of it. It was that. a little bit ableist. I didn't like I it. Like just because he doesn't have a leg, like doesn't mean that he respect. Yeah. And how many years of respect had he built with them as exactly. a coach in the team? They obviously respected him. Yeah, they've changed awful fast. But they didn't show that. And that's no, the part that didn't. I didn't like is like the whole time they were there, the only person that showed him respect was Missy, which was confusing. But it was because she wanted to do something. Because if you were my captain or captain, which would be the case of our derby team. Yeah, cats, even if I had a leg or, you know, an arm or Sorry, whatnot. what part says goes and I'm going to reinforce it. Yeah, take your ass down. Yeah, because even if I can't get up and shoot no. it, like I still have a mind if that you, has some sense. Yeah, like you're part of this. And ultimately, if you feel independent enough where you don't want to be part of the quote unquote team anymore, then go make your own independent decisions, but don't include anybody else. Yeah. We're not going to be seeing you off. We're not going to be doing anything else. And nobody period. said, let's listen to the coach. Nobody, not the entire time of like, 
let's talk to coach coach is the adult here nobody, nobody. Him. yeah they just started overriding him mm-hmm. which i think why they got rid of the main coach originally oh yeah storyline wise yeah. they wanted to soften uh, his uh, impo- 100%, his impact, yeah and i questioned like putting this comment in here but i kind of think it matters we'll say it I think they made him gay for a specific reason. I what think is it, that? I think they tried to soften his impact by making him gay. <gasps> but like, if he's gay, because nobody, Rhoda. but like nobody gave him any sort of respect, respect at all, except for the girl who was like leering over the gay guy. So it was. I don't. I felt like killing off the main coach and allowing him to be alive but with one leg and gay somehow made him disabled in their mind as not being a leader and i feel that's super like you said super ableist and not okay i hate that i have to pee so you have to talk (laughs) i don't even have their notes i this is your topic continue what you're saying okay like i'm not okay with it because i feel like first of all his character in the show was strong and he was he was very thoughtful throughout the entire series about what was right what was appropriate what would be helpful and ultimately when people acted out against what he said they died and if they would have listened to him they might still be alive and regardless of that like he was he put himself in a position of being responsible for other people and every action he made mirrored that he knew the responsibility that he felt and they disrespected him which of course teenagers do but it was a, like how they mocked him up in the actual show enabled him to be just undermined over and over and over again which i don't feel is appropriate like again if the derby team crashed me uh, so tardis coach me as president or co-captain or whatever it was like i'm gonna support her completely because she wouldn't be in that position in the first place if we didn't believe in her and me questioning that on any level means that anything up to that point doesn't mean anything so i felt like his position was more of a placeholder to show that some leadership was there but not sort of and to create a dynamic for misty to kind of show her weirdness throughout the whole thing but ultimately it didn't mean anything and it wasn't really as impactful as it could have been i heard everything you said it was great did you? Yeah. I just kind of ranted. Because my, my bathroom is right next to it. Can I go to the bathroom while you now talk? Oh my God. Did yes, you hear okay. everything I no, said? No, I did. Yeah. Okay, no, talk about great. that. Talk about that. Okay. Um, so this is in the flashback period, it's 1996. Don't trip me. Um, as we've talked about, I think in the last episode, like it was still pretty sketchy to come out as gay. You know, I think this was right around when Ellen came out and she did, you know, lose her show. Um, it was a really big deal. You know, there's lots of talk shows talking about, you know, how brave she was to come out. So the coach being in the closet about being gay absolutely was, you know, in line with that timeline. 
And people that I went to school with in high school, you know, in the 80s, they were not out um, until after high school. And it was understandable because there was such a lot of bullying. Oh, hi, Mansay. Welcome back. So can I go back to evil Jackie? Yeah, let's do that. Jackie, also in this episode, tells Travis about Nat's sexual history, which included one of Travis's bullies. And that puts him over the edge. Mm-hmm. He's super pissed, super hurt. Again, low par move as far as I've seen historically with bullies, but whatever. Like a standard affair. I've seen so many high school students throw other kids under the bus that it's like, expect that. Expect it. If she's not specifically showing you a video of it happening, it's not that mean <laughs> for high schoolers. High schoolers are some of the brutalest people I've ever seen in my entire life. <sighs> Sorry. <Come on. laughs> Adult Ty gives Shauna <laughs> the strength to confront Adam. So Shauna at first goes to just question Adam about like, why is he not on the internet? Why can't I see that you were at Pratt? And allegedly I could see all this applying to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lee's like, well, you know, I just wanted to impress you. So I told that lie. So Shauna initially believes him and Mm -hmm. then agrees to go with him for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Then she goes to find, get her like, yellow sexy dress from Jeff to go away for the weekend. And she finds the incriminating flakes of glitter in her secret closet. I still don't spot. have answers for this. The well, glitter. Well, you will. Um, remember Adam hid in the closet? Yeah. When Jeff that. came in and they're yes. caught post postcoital. You can't say that. Can you just say they had sex? Why is post post coil coil? I can't even say it. Coital coital post coital any better than post sex? No, it's not. I just think it's more coital? like textbook. coital post coital. I don't like that word. I don't like it. Either. Gross. Get out. <laughs> so, Shauna <laughs> assumes Adam so stole her journals and mm-hmm. is behind the whole black because he family. checks her. She checks her safe. It's empty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and she knows he's in there. Post, post, boys. <laughs> Sorry, I just headbutted our blue dick mic. Post coital. <laughs> so, episode nine, doom coming. Mm-hmm. So, in the present day, things are not going well for Shauna. Uh, so she confronts Adam. She handles it with some pretty good damn grace, though. I gotta say. And then she pulls the knife. And we think, like, we're going to, like, figure out what's going on. But then all of a sudden she's, like, getting this blur between past and present. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up stabbing Adam in his heart. So, but Shona is Shona. Like, she just shrugs that she shit off. She doesn't panic, yeah. She no. just, like, goes home um, and finds, yeah. like, oh, shit, her journals are back in the safe. And finds out that Jeff took out loans from somebody so that he could pay back his furniture business. And he was blackmailing Ty and Nat to have them pay this money. He was never having an affair. But uh, 
Yeah, he's like, I'm scared of that woman. What are you talking about? Maybe he was like actually pe- struggling with that pesky inventory database. Um, he's horrified that Shauna was not only cheating on him, but murdered Adam. And most of all, he's upset there is no book club. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> So um, at this point, she's sort of <laughs> caught in a lot of ways and looks dumb as shit in a lot of ways. And she murdered someone. So, but like justified. I, think. I mean, agreed in a way. <laughs> but I mean, like, damn it. Like, fuck. I know. I should ask that. He was cute. Question. Damn it. Well, and like, he didn't. So, yeah. And then I'll, oh, shit. So the women gather at Adam's loft. They're all standing around his body. And Shauna, like, sells them on the story. Like, she's worked out. So Adam... She's so good at it, too. Yes, <laughs> totally. I was impressed. Adam was the blackmailer, and she killed him when he attacked her. So all three, like, buy it. Which he never did. Right. Mm-hmm. They're obviously very underwhelmed at the sight of this dead body and, like, mm-hmm. the blood. And this, like kind of like just sold it for me like they've been through way worse than this like this is nothing to them this is a walk in the park agreed like first of all they're all there in solidarity like doesn't matter what you did we're gonna figure it out we're We're gonna figure it out and but i agree with what this is watered down to is through their experiences certain members have partitioned out Yes. This group, that group. Yeah. I support you even though I don't want to, or whatever the reason is. We're friends, whatever it is. And then the group that, again, like we talked about, hasn't been talked about at all. Right. So you support them no matter what. I mean, really, murdering someone is like the ultimate support. <laughs> like, how yes, do I hide the yes, body? Yes. Because in and then days time, you can bring, go to prison. Bring Misty into the scene. Oh my gosh. Yes. Good segue. <laughs> so, welcome. Nat's like, I know how to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. So, they need Misty. Because that's the thing that I like. <laughs> about, I like about the realism between Nat and Misty is that they, they both need each other. A lot. Yes. And that Misty plays a role that Nat despises, honestly despises, but understands the place for. Yes. And I get that. I I see how you get that. And then I'm the Sean of it all. Like, fuck, you brought Misty? Really? What other doors have you opened for us? But yes, let her... Guide. You get it though, right? And then like, she led the that. whole freaking thing. Like, okay, you're gonna do this, but nobody else knows to do because no. she's a citizen detective. The thing is, though, is I think they all knew what to do, but they needed the permission of Misty. And Misty gave them the unjudging Misty permission quickly. to cut up the body. Just freaking do it. You got to do what you got to do, and friends support friends. So Misty still has. Jessica. She doesn't know anything about this guy. If you think about it, like Misty's role in this part is only the fact that she's needed, which again is her life purpose. Exactly. And it's like right on point. But ultimately, she gets nothing from this other than friendship. Yes. So Misty has Jessica, (laughs) the PI, chained up in her basement when Nat arrives. I love this part. So, you know, Nat, she just opens the door, like, mm-hmm. doesn't say anything, just, like, super cool. 
Um, so back in the woods, the girls have resorted to eating grubs. Mm-hmm. Everything except everyone except Jackie, who's like not eating. Can we talk about that one chick killing the bear real quick, though? No, that's, I think ca- that- that's not yet. Oh, it's not yet. I no, thought we that's not. Okay, sorry. no, that's the next one. That's freaky. So, uh, one of the girls like, let's lift the mood. Like, here I have this large jar of berries that have fermented into booze. So now that there's this oh, giant right. yeah, jar yeah, yeah. of alcohol on the mm-hmm. table, they decide to have a doom coming party that's on the right. full moon. Mm-hmm. Again, same thing as a seance party. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> Can we have like? A hopefulness party or a <laughs> spiritual awareness party? I don't know. So Jackie decides she's going to lose her virginity to Travis. And I was just like so upset because I'm so into like the Nat Travis I could shipping see at why this you point. Would be, honestly, this part I'm didn't so bother pissed. me at all. No, I was emotionally like, no, <laughs> she ain't better not. I didn't care at all because I assume this probably would have happened in high school anyways. She probably would have effed him because he was desperate and mad at his girlfriend and she was popular and it happened behind the scenes anyways. I think it would have happened anyways. I just wanted this so much for Nat. I know you did. I'm just saying again, backtracking to what Ty said is you guys are really freaking bad for each other. So who really cares? I'm glad you're good friends, but you're a bad couple. And I feel like I need to say that to your face right now. And honestly, like <laughs> when the plane crashed and we saw the sitch, I was deeply immediately concerned that there's all these females and three males. I agree. And I'm of, like, what's going to happen? And one of them being the teacher really worried. Me. Yeah. No, I was like, something's. I'm, damn. And one of my concerns with that being that, like, there's only one male teacher who's gay that they already kind of set up in this position. That's like this thing with Misty as being psychotic and not catching hints, <laughs> which is a little insulting to the gay community again, in a way of like, Oh, they're like, it's about being misled to the heterosexuals mm. of the group. Um, and then there's this one guy. Well, there was two. There's Javi. Because the other one was, like, too young. He was already out of the age bracket. I know, but my twisted mind is, like, what's going to happen with Javi? But he, like, disappeared, right? Well, that's one of my questions. Is, like, where From this Javi episode, go? what the hell happened to Javi? Agreed, agreed. So, but but as far as, like, they leave one male with all... No, and remember males. when um, Travis, when they found the lake, mm-hmm. and they, like, first went in, everyone's yeah. like, is he actually hot? Yeah, is he actually hot? And like, I, I felt, felt like totally that. possessive along, like, for Natalie, like... Of, like, excuse me, like I've... That, like, that's Natalie's. Like, somebody has said that, like, that's... He wasn't yours or whatever. And I felt but, that but, 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 but I have to pause you there because someone... I think it was... was her name? Uh, uh, oh, gosh. I'm deteriorating <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> Uh, Lottie? Lottie, thank you. Lottie said that's not 
what we're talking about. No, I know, but I didn't understand what I, she meant. I by understand, that. but what I'm saying is what you thought that meant is not what it meant. What I'm saying is Lottie meant that he was meant for something else, which means murder. She was gonna slit his effing throat yeah, to I didn't sacrifice relate, him. I didn't relate to Lottie I know, at you, all. Then. You related to the adolescent self of Natalie, of yeah, he belonged to you, and that how dare you try to take his virginity when they wanted to sacrifice a virgin no. is what that meant. Do you know what you no, I sacrifice a virgin? And if she took that, then he is no longer a virgin. She took something that wasn't hers. No, I hundred percent get it, but I just... you seem offended, you won't look at me in the eyes. No, I'm just reading my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So they're preparing for doom coming. Tanya makes Van and her these like masks so they won't feel like self-conscious about like her scars I thought that was cute I mean I guess I honestly would feel better if I didn't have a mask on and you didn't make me feel like I had a mask on well she didn't even want to go though so that was like the thing of getting her to go and then coach like agrees to be Missy's date I yeah Uh, I and this again is where I feel the plight of someone who's gay just gets kind of played out in movies where it's like okay you have to like adhere to the straight woman's affections for you because what else the fuck are you gonna do out here in a stranded well in place with women in 1996 yeah like it sucks I don't appreciate like I wish there was a can I just say I wish there was a better storyline for him Honestly, I think he maybe season more. two there'll be more. I mean, we don't know what That's happens true. to Coach Ben. I don't know. At this point, she's effing poisoned him. She's cut off his leg. I've been worried anytime she's she in a scene with him. Nursed him back to health. This is true, but the last let's give Missy some credit. The very last scene with him, he has not come up in any. Of the I think adults. if Missy wasn't there, the he, he probably parts, would have died. In the adult parts, he has not been present no, at all. A lot of people, I'm like, what happened to them? Where is he now, though? Where and is he? I'm very concerned. Where is Hobby? Every time I see him with her, I'm waiting for her to kill him. So <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to happen at some I'm point. I'm like giggling like a maniac. I don't know. <laughs> Because you're, like, assuming he's better and, like, okay, because Misty exists in the world. He is not better because some heterosexual straight woman is obsessed with him. I'm telling you that. That is not good for him. So Misty (laughs) uh, decides to put some shrooms in his drink to, like, seal the deal. Good segue. Because shrooms always (laughs) make things better. I mean, oh, oh, I did not Molly, but I maybe didn't, it'll help. I didn't write this down, but I thought about writing it down, which yeah. was drugs in the wild with friends or isolator, never a good idea. Or a great idea. I feel like it no, stop it. I've never heard of this ending in any way positive. Ever. I've had some good experiences. What? So what? unfortunately, when Missy's not watching, pause. What? Don't ask. Act offended. I'm what? not offended. I'm just saying there's been some good experiences. I need to. I okay. Maybe it would be better if I explain. I've never had any experiences, and I've had a lot of experiences that were very scary around people not in wilderness. And I could assume being wilderness making it worse. No, it makes so it I'd better. Ap- I would appreciate your your perspective. Is what I mean to say. 
I don't mean to make it sound bad. I would say in the wilderness, it's better. Why? Because it's not stressful. So you don't feel more isolated by that? You don't feel more no, scared? No. So like it's a being, feeling of connection. So you feel more connected to like Earth? Everything. And, well, how do people play a role in that? Tell me as someone who hasn't turned drugs in the wild. It's just like you are nature and everybody's nature and it's great. Have you slit anybody's throat? Because I feel like you would if you could. Not that I recall. Okay. That's fair. Thank you. I just, I, I do understand that like when asked that it can feel like offensive, but it's more coming from me and not knowing. Like, I don't know. No, I used to um, do a lot of drugs when I was a teenager. It's just totally fine. It's totally fine. It's something that like, you know, Spokane, Mount Spokane High School wasn't really the setting no, I didn't. I lived in California. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, I loved when I was a teenager to follow the Grateful Dead around. And, and that's cool. Like, that's totally a lot something of I couldn't have done. Drugs. And um, also, aside from the Grateful Dead, like to do a lot of hiking in nature and love to do psychedelics and be in nature and it was like a wonderful experience with sounds, all the and that were involved super cool because to me like high school was the because I moved to Spokane in my freshman year so I didn't know anybody when I moved here and so that's where like the Allison's came into play of like me trying to me trying to fit in the Jackies of the crew of like trying to be that second tier to somebody um, because I couldn't be the first and then I went to Running Start and was in all of a sudden a bunch of college classes my junior, senior year and wasn't allowed on my high school campus at all. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate hearing those experiences because I feel like I honestly lost out a bit. Thank well, you. I mean, it helps that I didn't give a fuck. Well, and I could, I'm sure other people had different experiences, but to <laughs> me, like, I, I watch movies all the time like anybody else. And I honestly don't relate with most of how they depict high school. I don't. And um, it's helpful to me. No, I don't either. I was. You were um, on the other side of it. Well, I started as like in all 100% gifted classes and then got discovered drugs, which I thought was like. I discovered uh, boyfriends. Which well, no, I discovered sex also, but like having the the drugs on board like that was like a fucking miracle to me like i thought it was like amazing and um <laughs> got expelled eventually i, I distinctly remember like, being, turned it around being in a barn when my whole group of friends were like smoking weed in high school and i remember like it went around to everybody and everyone was so fucked up and i was sitting there like but it's because I didn't know how to inhale properly. So I was just like doing that thing. And so I remember just sitting the whole time, like waiting for it to end because obviously everybody else was impacted and I wasn't, but I didn't know what's missing. And you don't want to say that. Like I didn't do it right. Mm. So that was my early. <laughs> I can't relate to that. That's fine. That's totally fine. I, I was happy parents. So. I was I was a kid trying to, <laughs> trying to fit in and failing horribly, but probably to my betterment overall as far I mean Maybe. I couldn't imagine if I 
went off the rails in Spokane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. a different that. world. No, it is. It's an alien planet. So, um, where am I? So, I Misty uh, is going to, like, put shrooms in the coach's drink, but they get put in, like, the whole communal pot. But Misty doesn't say anything and lets, like, her teammates, including pregnant Shauna, which I was, like, kind of disturbed about, and Javi, like, this young kid, all become I, drugged. I was curious, though, because she they don't talk about her until after if she knew at the time or not. No, she doesn't. Nobody knew. Yeah, okay, because the other one who they said, she was like, you took my mushrooms. Yeah. And put them in the No, suit. that one knew. Okay, but that's one of the ones who we haven't heard about. I since. know. It's so, like a red shirt. And so one of my questions is, is this fault really on Misty or is, yes. did someone actually know that those are, I mean, she obviously put wild fucking mushrooms in the soup for everybody. Why would you do that? Because there are mushrooms did. sitting on the table. Wait, no, no, no. I know. But like mushrooms sitting on a table. Yeah, but Misty's the only one knew they were psychedelic but mushrooms. But Misty specifically said those were my mushrooms, which makes But me, she doesn't say they were psychedelic mushrooms. But it makes it sound like the other person took her mushrooms versus why don't you find your own effing mushrooms or Misty, what type of mushrooms are those? Can I use them for the soup? None of that happened. So here I want to give Misty the benefit of the doubt of being like, this was kind of used to ostracize Misty a little from the group, the members, the three people who aren't talked about at all in season one. The red one. shirts. Why do you say red shirts? It's a Star Trek reference. Okay. The people that die. I can tell outing. they've had enough to drink now by our eye contact levels that are happening. So, yes, those three people made comments about Misty in that moment that ostracized Misty and blamed Misty for the mushrooms. I don't think Misty, I'm yes, she had mushrooms, but I'm sorry if I have drugs in my drawer and you come and take my drugs out of my drawer and mix it together with the broth for everybody. You're now at fault. You now drugged everybody. Sorry. Your fault. Okay. In my general opinion. That's how you see it. That is how I see it. So everyone starts to trip balls. This is when I've decided I'm friends with this. Jackie convinces <laughs> Travis to have sex with her uh, while outside he the cabin. He was super drug though, on mushrooms. A pack is formed. Yeah. So the girls burst into the cabin and they find Jackie and Travis poised coital. <laughs> and the girls like so turn into these wild creatures. I was satisfied to see them turn on Jackie because I didn't like Jackie. And then uh, Lottie tells her, don't you understand? You don't matter anymore. And then locks her in the closet. I mean, again, I, I've already stated this multiple times. I think she was built up more than she should have been. If there was a more like, honestly, if at the beginning, she like hazed somebody in a cruel way. I'd be totally on board, but she didn't. She was acting on her beliefs. No, the worst own... one is thus far as Ty, who like actually caused that. Girl I know leg exactly, to get exactly. So to me, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I get that you don't like her because she's popular. <laughs> so that's 
to me, like, that's the most I can get out of this is like, you guys don't like her because she's popular. And you maybe know that she was picked for this position because she's popular. And now you're going to target her because you're on shrooms and have an excuse. That's the most (laughs) I can get from this. And again, I'm not a popular person. So I don't feel like this is something I would normally defend. No, I I wasn't that either. So it's okay. You can. I also see. I also see what they were trying to portray. I just don't think they fully did it. So the girls gather around Travis. They're all like kissing him. They're like grinding on him. That was super gross. Van and Ty like, no thanks. They like go to the woods. Mm -hmm. But um, soon things take a turn. For the weird. The kisses like turn into aggression and the girls become wolves and then Travis is seen as a stag to hunt Mm -hmm. and then the music like I loved how the music kind of changed with this yeah and you you like got your it got your heart pumping you're like oh my god they're on the hunt like if I didn't know that he existed later I would be really worried yes and so and then we see this like moment where I've kind of been waiting for where it's like Lottie puts on that antler with a veil on mm-hmm. it and you're like oh we saw that at the beginning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she encourages Shauna to slit Travis's throat mm-hmm. whispering it's okay it wants us to mm-hmm. and right as Shauna begins to like cut through Travis's throat Nat like shows up, shows up to say fucking Nat yes Nat woo Later on that morning, I thought it was interesting that everybody, most everybody other than Lottie was like, wait, mushrooms? And like, they went, oh, shit. Because I think like a part of them rationalized what happened. Yeah, yeah. Where Lottie, though, even when that was said, she, if you watch her expression, she was deadpan the whole time. It didn't matter to her. No, it was no difference. Yeah. So adult Nat goes to Missy's house to ask her for help to get rid of adam's body and <laughs> i just like misty's undeniable joy at that like i she was, was so all happy because she even it like made her, even made her earn it like excuse me um you were mean to me. Uh, yeah 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 no i was like all in yeah that was great it, it's like someone i wish i knew but wish i hadn't sort of scenario i don't know <laughs> yeah should we get into the finale yeah okay so it's called Sick Transit Gloria Monday. And I had to look that up. Because I, I was like, means. what does that mean? So I looked it up. It's a Latin sentence that means thus passes the glory of the world. Hmm. It's like, okay. So the morning after the doom coming dance, we see the yellow jackets are like, what happened? You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, it's like all of us after mm-hmm. a hard party you're like yeah picking yeah. up the bottles from the alley you're yeah like, i love like the what's going the, on the coach being like what we all probably did something we didn't mean to <laughs> yeah, i don't think you want to fully understand yes he was more talking to misty so everyone's mad at misty. trying not to be killed by misty they're all mad at misty mm-hmm. um and then this bear comes in yeah and like weirdly like just lays down like Lottie For has Lottie. some like animal powers and then Lottie stabs it once which I'm like that seems like a very minimal happen. amount of aggression to kill like 
a bear of that size. I yeah. was like, I don't believe this. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, like more stabbing, please. More stabbing. <laughs> I know that like typically, I mean, I get that it was being submissive, but the whole thing is like a nine. The whole but it thing, wouldn't die. The after whole thing is like stabbing. a nine millimeter wouldn't work because it's it's has thick fat barriers and blah blah blah. So like one stab to the neck isn't gonna make it no. I agree. No, I was like, uh, it okay. again, lackluster. Like, this was a little moment of like trying to make Lottie very supernatural feel. Yeah, it was just not realistic to me. So Missy, Shauna, Nat, and Ty in present day re- reunite to figure out what to do with like the dead body of Adam. Very here and now problem. Yes. Yeah, so Shauna says, while she's carving up the body it's just like riding a really gross fucked up bike i like that <laughs> that was funny i like that too because even while she's doing it, you could see like it doesn't make it any easier to do it now but you can i mean she's done it before it's feeling like she's done it before so it's like which okay this is beyond rabbit which they didn't tell in season no one. so, so there's untold story yes yeah, so i'm like this is beyond rabbits like shauna already put in that role of like the dicer and slicer mm-hmm. she's cut up bodies and I, she knows what she's doing i think the part with her and jackie there's some pivot that happens there that I, I feel a shift but i think again with not knowing if jackie died or not um because even if jackie didn't die it puts it puts shauna as the hierarchy Mm. Uh, Jackie was hierarchy. I'm number two. Now I'm number one. Oh shit. Right. And now it's a like, shift. There's an alluding to I've done this before. Mm. I've ridden the bike. I get that. So Misty steals a bunch of <laughs> like bleach. I can't even tell you how many times I've worked at group homes where all of a sudden stuff goes <laughs> missing and someone gets fired. It happens <laughs> regularly. So she gets all these supplies that like will be luminol proof. Yeah. Um, and she does it under the guise of like she's getting her Tupperware containers, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> it's not honestly. Again, I've worked in these places. It's not <laughs> hard. Just do it when your shift's not changing. Period. <laughs> which was a bit of a difference, like because she'd go in there when other people were there. Typically, the way these things work is you work an entire shift, right? And then someone takes over your shift. So why would you go in during the period when someone else is there? It just further would solidify the fact that you were there versus I left at my shift. I don't know what happened to the next person taking over. So she says she's getting her containers and mm-hmm. she gets all this luminol proof supplies. So once Adam is like cut down to like manageable size Misty. And, and just again to clarify that he did not do this right we found out this well was that's husband. yeah but we still don't know why adam was this being is true. This suspicious is, as fuck because he had a, a thing why is he had the, the book all the time he had the yellow jackets yes books. yes why was he so nice why is he there all where the did he come from but however i did read a thing that he um shared to some news source that he was not part of the whatever potential 
cultist thing. We don't know though. I don't trust him. I don't, I don't trust him either, but that is what was said to media <laughs> at least. So Missy offers to loan Shauna the cu- the shovel she has in her car. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, yeah. says she needs it back. And then <laughs> she course. tells Shauna to put Adam's torso in the suitcase. Because torsos don't matter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously. Because you can't trace it to a body and mm-hmm. bury it in a specific park. And uh, Adam's head and hands, which can be traced to the body, um, she gets rid of by stashing them in the cremation coffin of her recently deceased patient, Gloria. Which did seem timely. Unfortunately, again, timeline-wise. So back in the past, they give a prayer of thanks before eating the bear, mm-hmm. which is initiated by Nat, mm-hmm. which is, like, new. Like, Nat is having mm-hmm. some new thoughts. I, I felt like, okay, I didn't see this before. Because she mentioned, yeah, that when she was attacked by the wolves, she saw something but this mm-hmm. is similar to me with the baptism moment of like, I saw something, but she didn't say that it was something good. No, but she's had two near death experiences also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can see like getting spiritual. So um, Lottie did premonize before, like, we won't be hungry for long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can see everybody kind of being like, Lottie, you have some powers. Yeah. And I felt like at this point, things were starting to get real um, forest culty. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, Lottie should have been put down early, in my opinion, <laughs> because like I would rather just deal with natural forest causes. Like if I'm going to die, it's going to be from of cold or hunger or whatever. Not whatever weird shit you're bringing into the camp. Like. Let's just end that early, please. I can see, though, if you're in that situation, that some people would, would view want, it as hopeful. Well, they'd want to put a spiritual lens on things. Yeah, I would not want that. Like, we're not going to just be in the <sighs> reality she- of the evidence. We're going to want to bring in some like faith aspect but what i don't like about that is they didn't do that for the actual spiritual person who died in a freaking plane that exploded laura lee exploded in laura lee they did not give her any credit before that that and then when she died then it what gets passed to no it was like the spirituality no. the hitting your head across the window i'm sorry the second you do that i'm out i don't trust anything you say and stay at least 10 feet away from me at all given times. yeah like Done. spirituality was only okay if it was like this culty thing no. but not if it was like no uh actual yeah, secular like, religion to me if it was laura lee i didn't like that either laura lee sharing her beliefs and trying Why to share what Jews in the story also i'm just thinking of that now I'm not any religious, which is interesting to me is because I'm not religious whatsoever. But to me, I didn't like how they pitted religion in this. I don't. And I don't. No, I don't like it either. And I don't like how it ended up making. um, Her seem like dumb. 
dumb and, dim-witted yes. like why would she try this yes and like why wouldn't she take it, there were so many like stupid questions related to it yeah and then what it gets passed to i don't see her passing it to laura lee either realistically no just because someone just got baptized and said they saw a light i don't see someone being who is religious then trusting everything to her no because it wasn't religious like no. an established secular religion it was completely different and forest, and forest she had, culty stuff. and she clearly had her own experiences that i think were completely invalidated and not brought up at all so to me like if you're gonna bring up one bring up the other and let's you know i agree let's bring it up equally but they really wanted to bring up the occultist side of it which Again, I'd rather yeah, I'd rather have none of it. So let's no, yeah, not, all of it, and let's just bring the wolf in too here. much value. Exactly. Proportionally. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I did love when Travis told Natalie that he loved her in the woods. That was a cute moment. I, I love that. I'm like, oh my because god. Because there was yes. like this tension of like, I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed, and then he ends up telling her. Yeah. And then it's like what every girl hopes for and never happens. Yeah. Missy let the reporter go, but like did something yeah. with her cigarettes, and we don't know if she dies or not. We don't know. That's like, true. I kind of hope crashes. she died. I don't like her. No, nobody likes her. Um, I mean, then, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and then Ty's wife Simone discovers her bloody altar in that like weird. Oh, that stage. yeah, that was freaky, and I didn't like it. The head cut off of and the dog. Sammy's doll, and the their dog's head. No, hell and, no. And when she crawled in, I'm like, would I have crawled in there? I, I don't think have. I would have. No, I would not have. You know what I would have done? What I would have found someone like a Misty in my life. <laughs> crawl in there, right? Been, like this looks scary, doesn't it? I'd be like, I'm concerned that there's something back in there. I swear, we check I it out. I heard something back there. And <laughs> no, I would not call there. And they would crawl know. in there. No, I would never call in there. I would call someone first, see what happens, and then call for help, maybe. 100%. Unless I felt at fault and then I wouldn't call for help, then I would just close that door. I if, they, if they came back, <laughs> then I would call them my hero. And then distance myself from no. the And then when they wa- went into thing i would run outside to the outside and just wait to see what happens. like why would you want to be in the basement at that point that's too cold to see there i'd be the, of course like wringing my hands being like let's see how because, this turns out and i mean this may make us i hope for the best this may make us sound like horrible people but let me tell you though someone neutral walking into that space may mean nothing at all <laughs> someone related and connected however You're talking about a red shirt could create cataclysmic yeah that's the word cataclysmic reactions that's how we're coming to this conclusion allegedly allegedly Naomi would run out of the building so I decided um, Simone and Ty are probably not getting back together no (laughs) because I thought they would no 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 until that point I'm like oh no too far it's no, gone too far that's a mo- especially when your kid's involved of like mm, yeah no no uh, no matter what your past you know, is, the weird thing there to crawl to with a dog's head you no. made me crawl through the basement <laughs> to find that because she even said and this is the part that would seal the deal for me i think i may have let the dog out shit 
That moment right there, once you find the dog's head severed, is no, a complete confession that confession. you you slice the dog head heads off head off. And again, me not feeling connected to Ty from the very beginning, I think stems from this feeling that that there there's it's a five percent five percent a five percent of real her. The rest is not. And I'm not okay with that. Maybe season two will change things. If they don't cancel it. They better fucking not. But this is the I'm worry. I'm looking at you, blue penis Mike. This is the worry about paid for Everything. subscriptions. Yeah. Because if it doesn't get renewed, we're fucked. We're going to renew this with Derby team members. We're going to crash a plane in Washington. I think we could do that pretty well. So... Shauna's boyfriend allegedly was killed. Yes. Um, and this, by her, by her. Yes. This seems to help Natalie come to terms that Travis maybe actually did kill himself. Well, because in the bathroom, this was Natalie trying to, or sorry, um, Shauna trying to get out of her own pile here. She's like, maybe this was really just suicide. like stop digging into this. Because she already fucked up. She can't admit it fully. So she's just kind of putting it off onto Natalie to make Natalie feel bad at this point. To so put off her own guilt. We learn later that Lottie, Lottie, who you don't like. I don't like her at all. Was the one who emptied Travis's bank account after mm-hmm. his death. And so. Which to me was like. Fucking knew it moment of Lottie. I knew I I I shouldn't have trusted you. (laughs) And so the symbols found where he was hanging may mean he was actually part of some cult, maybe that Lottie, Misty, Van, and Ty were slash are in. That's one thing I found interesting is Ty, though, is not still together with her ex. But she has why? that altar. Okay, but why is she not with her ex? We don't know. I know. And I'm like, is Vance alive? I don't think Ty's part of the ex-cult, though. Vance been through a lot of shit. I think Vance part of the ex-cult. I do. So, but I don't think Vance part of... I don't think Ty's part of the ex-cult, but I think Ty is part of the thin place at this point. So there has to had to have been... I mean, because Van and Ty were together at some point in the wild. Continuously, yes, that so happened. So what lot led to that diversion? I want to know. Yes, Season something, two. Yes, again, something happened that split them. I will... I don't want to say it, but... Say it. If there's no season two, I'm going to flip a table. We Can we actually... Can we? I know this is an antique table. Can we find a table we don't care about, and then we're gonna flip? No, it? we can flip this one as long as we move the questionably aesthetically beautiful plant off the table. It's not that question. You mean the one on the table? I just right don't, now? no. Yeah, I just don't want the dirt all over my room. I say the dirt is worth it because if it, I mean, I'll help you clean it up, but ultimately, come on. Okay, I'm willing to make a statement. Are you kidding me? So we see a group of people wearing like um, shit. You want to hear my word? Yeah. That I met up. Yeah. Cult fits. Oh god. 
fence. I love it. With, uh, with the cabin symbol on them, like yeah. bust into Natalie's hotel room and they like hold her away just before um, yeah, the alert. And she's yeah. about to shoot herself in the head. Mm-hmm. So back in the wood, Jackie and Shauna have it out in the cabin over Shauna's betrayal that Jeff and Jackie, Jackie were just like mistreating her as a little sidekick. Can I just say I love the moment that when they all walked into the homecoming together. I like that moment. Yes. So Shauna sends Jackie out of the cabin. Um, oh, we're talking, but sorry, first, okay. Jackie was like, you get out. And Shauna's like, no, you get out. Yeah, yeah. And she I knew love that. on her side. Yeah. But to me, again, I still felt with Jackie here because it was kind of a like, I don't agree with what she said about get out. I think that was her playing her old dynamic that didn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But when Shauna said it, I felt like, okay, now you're just the mean girl. Like it, mm-hmm. it to me, it didn't mean like, ooh, some power, like, ooh, good for you as uh, sad for you. You'd now become Jackie. I'm so glad we have like a Jackie pro in the room because it it's gives, interesting because it I know more of a balance. Totally, I've totally been against Jackie. Like, I've been abused by Jackie's my whole effing life. And maybe that's why I'm defending them a little bit. Mm. Is because I don't think that any Jackies in my life have ever had ill intent for me. I think it comes from their own self-assuredness and their own self-preservation. So Shauna goes out and we see her like trying to make a fire. Yeah, this part's super sad to me. And then there's a dream sequence, but I'm not sure, like, is that Shauna's dream or Jackie's dream? I think it's Shauna's dream, in my opinion. I watched it a couple times. I'm not sure. It does kind of waver, yeah. So we see Shauna going out and bringing Jackie in from the cold. And we see Jackie, like, living these final moments as, like, this prize member of the team and like shauna's mm-hmm. best friend she drinks hot cocoa honestly it's kind of laura brief. lee is there kind of brief again someone who's completely full of themselves i don't think that would have been their dream i think that would have been a shauna's expectation of i want like you making to her feel better. yeah i want you to feel this way i want you to feel comforted i don't think that would have been jackie's perception of what she would have wanted in that moment, Coco, really? No. She's like, where did you get Coco? Surrounded by these people who she doesn't give a shit about. Like, no, that's not what she would have wanted. So maybe that's um, Shauna's dream. Shauna's stress dreams throughout this, I super relate. I've shared multiply, multiply, many times, my stress dreams on this podcast. (laughs) And when she started sharing her dreams throughout as she became more and more anxious, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, that, I think, really helped is. me relate to that, yeah. So, so I felt that dream was more along, aligned with Shauna trying to make herself feel better about the situation with Jackie. Got it. Sorry. So, no, don't be sorry. So, meanwhile, during this dream, Jackie physical body is lying dying in the cold maybe dying Mm -hmm. 
I'm not sure Archie died. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's some questions left about that. And then um, at the very end, Lottie places this huge bear heart in that like yeah, tree thing. Yeah. And I was kind of questioning because it was a while after that, right? It wasn't like immediate that the bear died. No, I'm like thinking it's the next day. Okay. But it? she says, let the darkness set us free. And then like she has two like followers and it's Misty, Misty and Van. Van, yeah. Which are, Van is the one missing later on. Misty obviously is a psychopath. We've already talked about that. So agreed. I've talked about that, yes. So my final thoughts, um, what happened to Shauna's original baby? Agreed. What happened to Javi? Yes. He just disappeared. Yeah, He just disappeared. Because they told him when they were, uh, it was Lavi. Right, who told because he said, Lot, what's going on? And she goes, Lottie? Run. I think it was Lobby. Lottie. Lottie, sorry. Lottie. I don't know Lobby. I don't know. Sounds the same. Said run. And then he ran. And then we don't hear from him there. We don't time. know. So okay. that's what I've got. Okay. I want to pose some of these just questions, and we don't have to go super deep into them if we okay. don't have an answer. These are just what I found online for like, okay, what questions are left to open after season one? Number one, are there supernatural powers at work on Yellow Jackets? I'm not sure yet. That's, I agree. I would say I'm not sure because I feel like we have enough evidence of the impact of cult, cultism, and the impact. illness. And mental illness that I agree that a lot of this could be contributed to that. I of extreme acute stress and trauma. Mm-hmm. I can't, there hasn't been enough there to tell me. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Which I think is part of the appealing part of this story. Um, okay, number two. Who killed Travis and kidnapped Nat? I don't know. I mean, like we and just they talked say, about they say the word kidnapped Nat, and I don't even understand if kidnapped is the right word. I don't even know what happened to Nat. I don't know. I mean oh, at the very end, just kidding. Sorry. Yeah, who are the group of people? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Lottie and some cult, maybe. Not sure. Do you think Misty's part of that? Because Misty had eyes on her, or was Misty protecting them from her? Well, I think that, as we saw in the last episode, Misty and Van were the two original ones bowing down at the bear heart thing with Lottie. So mm-hmm. possibly Misty was involved also why did they know like was it linked in with her lang lang Mm -hmm. cam and from what i found on this like who who is lottie it seems like the antler queen is lottie and is travis's killer potentially nat's kidnapper although natalie is ready to believe that story finale it's it's kind of like timed out too well to know for sure who is in charge of what so is Eve, is Lottie evil? Is she possessed? Is it mental illness? Any thoughts? Well, I'm I'm not sure. Um, I think it's either hallucinations or visions and or. Mm-hmm. I th- do think that she's probably prescribed antipsychotics mm-hmm. um, too soon. Because they showed like. Or her- maybe unnecessarily. In her youth, she was, yeah, because they, yeah. they specifically show that. I mean, that could be part of, like, cultural mm-hmm. fuck-ups with DSM-5. 
So evil is subjective, honestly, as far as what we've seen so far from Lottie. Um, there's been some insights shared about gender conventions and the savagery of high school hierarchies when they actually have to be themselves. And true version of themselves comes out and they self-actualize. Who are they actually? Um, so perhaps Lottie wants, you know, you know, what does Lottie's story actually mean? And I think that's the part we don't fully know yet. What is that? Because they allude to it, but they they give only really one side. Who is Adam? We talked about that. Yeah, nobody knows. He's very mm-hmm. suspicious. Yeah, because he agreed everything he's got great abs that's all i know um does shauna's baby survive the wilderness nobody yeah that's my big question what happened in the baby well no in season two timeline doesn't add up in uh taisa yeah sleepwalking possessed was she possessed of a whole or other personality was his mental health was his spiritual yeah, I'm not sure. The eating the dirt thing, the being, a, it's almost, I mean, if it were mental health, it'd be like a dissociative fugue of some or sort. Or pica, which I had when I was combination pregnant. Combination of pica. I wanted to eat glass, remember? But she's not pregnant, supposedly, at least at this point, potentially. Yeah. Um, know. Who knows? Um, history of mental illness, because they had the flashback with the grandma that seemed to also be experiencing some yeah. mental illness. Mm-hmm. Or fishing. I mean, I, I love how they like add that, like tie that in, yeah. Like maybe it's not mental illness, maybe it's just like a real thing. Well, and Teresa wins her election, as we talked about, and there's a smile that's on her face after she wins. Well, because she didn't think she would win. And she thinks, wow, for many, many years I've been suppressing this knowledge of my alter ego, if not repressing it, and yet now. I have a feeling that there could be an advantage to what I've been subconsciously known all along, this other side of myself, this dark power moving forward. So this is what's been uh, possibly considered by other people is, is this smile at the end of her knowing that she won anyways, that other side of her knowing that Mm -hmm. she could win because at first she was totally subjected to losing She's like, I'm going to lose this election. I prepared my statement and it's about my kid. And then all of a sudden she wins and she smiles. And so there's this kind of, a, a you know, alluding to what does that mean? Is Jackie really dead? We talked about that. I did want to mention, we didn't mention at all. Who is the guy in her vision who mentions he looks like the dead hunter in the cabin. He's in like this room on the side when she's in her, you know, hot cocoa, really. And he goes something along the lines of like, you're finally joining us, something like that. Yeah. And he's wearing a plaid, he's wearing a plaid shirt here. This is a picture of him. Do you remember? Yeah. That? No, I've seen that in the intro, but I'm not sure. So that was in the part when she supposedly dies, but they don't explicitly say. And like, who is this person? Is this the hunter, the dead hunter they found in the cabin? Or is he someone else 
that we haven't met yet? Like, is he another character that's going to play out in Jackie's life? I'm pretty sure he's like that the we don't know. dead guy. Maybe. They did put him in plaid, which to me makes me think Hunter. But, I mean, they they didn't make it obvious enough for me to feel certain about that. Like, there could be an alluding to. Um, okay, and then where are the three others? Uh, who is it? Javi? Javi? Javi. Javi. Thank you. Javi. Yeah. Vaughn, Marie, and Akila. Van, yeah. Sorry, Van. <laughs> Marie and Akila in the future. So, like, none of them have been alluded to in yeah, the future we don't at all. Know. We have no idea. Um, where did the girls crash and how will they be rescued? We still don't know that either. And really, the only other question is, will there be a next season and how many seasons will there be? Well, I'm hoping there'll be a season two because... I'm I feel like there needs point. to be at least a season two for me to get the answers I need to know. Yeah, no. And I hope this won't be like a J.J. Abrams lost situation where we never get an answer. What's that? Never mind. I'll talk to you later about it. Don't tell me about something I have to start and then finish and be sad about. Never mind. Well, next time. Maybe you have to make peace that you won't get the answers you need. Sometimes the person you fear the most will end up being your best friend. Misty!